It's time for high school football on Newstalk 1400 DWS. Brought to you by our DWS prep partner, ABC Heating and Air. In the middle of the day or night, ABC Heating and Air meets your emergency needs with no change in the diagnostic fee. Call ABC to always be comfortable at 352-5400. And now, let's head out to the field for tonight's game. Good evening, everybody, everybody, and welcome in Memorial Stadium here in Champaign, home of the Fighting Illini, but tonight it belongs to a couple of area high school teams, the Rantoul Eagles and the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. It's, a, it's an Illini Prairie Conference showdown. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Tim Dittman. A neat night here after Illinois football played last night here at Memorial Stadium, Tim, tonight. It, well, actually, all day today, it's been a chance for some area teams to play on a Division One surface. Yeah, a pretty cool opportunity for the youngsters, and they're, of course, looking to eventually get back here in late November for the state championships. But as far as today goes, yeah, a lot of ooing and aahing and, and taking pictures. Very cool to uh, get to play on the big stage, and we've seen some good games so far. Looking for another good one tonight. Uh, you know, fitting that we've got a couple of programs that I think like the Illini, are maybe on a slow trajectory up. Uh, you talk about a program in St. Thomas More. Last year, just 22 players. Now they've nearly doubled that to 39. And then at the same time for Rantoul, when Tom Hess took over a couple of years ago, he had 34 players. He's now up to 77. So these two programs, you might say, were on the ropes a couple of years ago as far as being able to even field the team. Now they're very competitive and looking for a big uh, conference win tonight. Rantoul is 1-3 on the year, lost in a 50-0 shutout last week to Monticello, and that's nothing to hang your head about right now. Monticello Sages are rolling, while the St. Thomas Moore Sabres are at 2-2 two two on the season. They're coming off a one-point victory over, over at Illinois Valley Central IVC, a game they won on a two-point conversion last week, a... Touchdown brought them within one, and head coach Nathan Watson decided to go for two and paid off. Yeah, within 30 seconds uh, of uh, the final horn sounding is when they scored that touchdown, and then Bryson Lee connecting with Chad Kelton on the two-point conversion for the win. And see, so, you know, St. Thomas Moore two and two this year. You know, not an incredibly flashy team, but a solid one nonetheless. And Coach Watson, you know, he has been on record preseason as saying, hey, we want to go to the playoffs this year. Anything short of that is going to be a disappointment for us. So very lofty expectations for the Sabres. A win tonight would go a long way to get their third victory. And you need five in high school football in Illinois to become playoff eligible. That doesn't necessarily guarantee you're in, but usually five should secure something. Uh, earlier today, Monticello, or this uh, this week, I should say, Monticello, uh, last yesterday and today, Monticello was, ah, excuse me, Monticello played here today, and no, they didn't. I beg your pardon. It was uh, Unity with a win today to 45-0. and They got their first win of the season, but Monticello won yesterday, and they now are 5-0 and and have captured a playoff eligibility in the Illini Prairie Conference. Pontiac, as well, is now 5-0. and and uh, Rantoul could pull even with St. Thomas Moore in the records and the standings with a win here. Surprisingly, last year, Tim, we did this same two squads a year ago today. Mm -hmm. 
And it felt like at that time, St. Thomas More may have an advantage. It ended up being a blowout in favor of Rantoul. Yeah, 54-7 to was that final. As you mentioned, one year ago today at the High School of St. Thomas More in Champaign. And you got to believe that uh, the Sabres have remembered that one. You know, as I said at the outset, you know, the bright lights of Memorial Stadium probably in the back of their heads, but high school kids, they don't forget. Let's just put it that way. And especially competitive players like I know Coach Watson has, they didn't forget last year well, either. And let's start with those competitive players for the Sabres, a dynamic quarterback in Bryson Lee. He's headed to play at the University of Idaho where his brother already is playing. Yeah, he'll probably, according to uh, some media reports, line up at either wide receiver or defensive back. As you mentioned, he's the starting quarterback for St. Thomas Moore. He's got 667 yards through the air, 347 on the ground. And Coach Watson in some preseason media reports uh, saying that his quarterback has basically gotten better all around. He's, he's really rounded out his game this year and he's especially better at making reads at the line of scrimmage, seeing what the defense is doing, how many guys they are creeping up into the box, and then calling audibles as a result of that. So Bryson Lee, he's really developed himself into a good all-around quarterback. He's accounted or participated in 12 of the 13 touchdowns the Sabres have scored this year. On the Eagles' side, they have a very capable quarterback in Angelo Brown. Yeah, he put up some monster numbers last year, 28 of 62, 412 yards passing, three touchdowns, and he did not throw an interception last year. He also had 590 yards on 86 carries on the ground and seven rush touchdowns, so he can be either way. Rantoul will confuse its defense. We saw this last year. They'll do a lot of direct snaps, sometimes with the quarterback in the backfield, and they'll go right to the running back. The bulk of the yards have gone to John Brenson as a running back, but Angelo Brown, as you mentioned, Tim, he's the one that does the most movement on the ground. He's had three rushing touchdowns and leads the club at 252 yards into week five. Here. And for Coach Hess in the offseason, strength and conditioning has been a big emphasis. He says the guys have been in the weight room a lot, both during the season and in the offseason. So you got to think they are not going to be gassed out there. This is a very big and bad Rantoul team. This is the fourth of the and final game of the games played here at Memorial Stadium it began with Peoria Notre Dame edging Centennial High School 48-42. It took four overtimes in the morning game that started at 10 a.m. Then Unity uh, got the victory and they finally get in the win column, uh, blasting Olympia 45 to nothing. Bloomington had no troubles taking care of Urbana with a very lopsided victory. And now the finale here tonight between the Eagles, who are in their black jerseys with purple numbers, an announcer's dream, and St. <laughs> Thomas More Sabres, who are in all white with green numbers and uh, gold trim as well. The uh, two teams are retreating to their locker areas and will come back out in just a little bit. And we will have the opening kick here High school football on DWS. We're back in a moment.
the national anthem being performed by the Rantoul Township High School Marching Band. And now the uh, school song is there in formation of a big R at midfield, bifurcating the big state of Illinois and Block I logo. It was kind of like uh, the script Ohio of Rantoul. They, <laughs> they, they came onto the field and traced out the R. And that was pretty impressive. Yeah, indeed. And uh, just for fun, since we are looking here at Memorial Stadium, yesterday a college football Reddit tweet came out and had placed the Illinois outline that's at midfield on and and the and Memorial Stadium field to scale over a map of the United States, so you would see how big Memorial Stadium's field would be if that were the size of Illinois. It's hard to describe, but it was really good. <laughs> it was kind of funny. It's. Uh, it, I think that tweet came out in the fourth quarter, and that was just what the fan base needed at that point. <laughs> Somebody on that Twitter feed was watching the game and knowing what was going on. Yeah, a lopsided uh, loss last night for Illinois, but they were in it for two and a half uh, quarters. Scott Beatty alongside Tim Dittman, about five minutes from kickoff here between Rantoul and the St. Thomas More Sabres. For the Sabres, mentioned Bryson Lee, a dual threat quarterback, as he's gained 347 yards, averaging eight and a half yards per carry. He is a converted wide receiver, and you mentioned that, Tim, as he's going to Idaho, probably to be a wide receiver out there. But he has talked about that in the past, saying that has really helped him as a quarterback because he can see the field and know where he wants to run when that happens. Yeah, he's got very good field vision and, again, very good at, at making reads. He has he has improved on that in the offseason. So, you know, he's not a guy that you're going to see with the, a deer in the headlights look very often. You know, he'll get sacked every once in a while, as every quarterback does. He's not immune to that. But he's very aware of where everyone else is uh, out on the field. But also doing a lot of caring for the Sabres is Ivory Shellman out of the backfield. He is rushed for a touchdown and gained 264 yards on the ground. But Bryson Lee has thrown five touchdown passes, and his favorite target is Riley Morris. He caught that game-tying touchdown, if you will, last week that brought them within a point, and then they went ahead and won it on the two-point conversion. He has caught for three, 15 passes for 300 yards. So number 10, Riley Morris, a favorite target for the Sabres. Yeah, and it's it's good, you know, anytime you're a quarterback when you can establish that rapport, establish that connection with one of your receivers, know he's your go-to guy, you know each other's tendencies, very uh, more likely to be in sync with one another. Nathan Watson, the head coach for St. Thomas More, he's in his second season. He's only been the, he is only the second coach in program history for the high school of St. Thomas More, inheriting it after Dan Hennessy retired for 16 seasons. Hennessy went 71 and 78 and at one point qualified for the playoffs in seven straight seasons. But the Sabres missed the playoffs last year after getting there in 2016. For Rantoul, Tom Hess also in his second season 
trying to turn a program around. The last time the Eagles had a winning season, you have to go back to 2005 when they finished six and four. Since then, they have not won more than three games in a season. Yeah, and, and in three of those seasons, they had zero in the win column. So it just tells you the hole that Rantoul uh, is trying to dig itself out of. But you know, I think they really found a, a diamond in the rough in Tom Hess, and I don't even know if maybe that's the right moniker because he has he's been around for a while. He's been on, or I should say he was on the coaching staff for Rantoul for nine years as an assistant before he took over. He also played football in college just down the road at EIU and then played professionally in an indoor league. So he is a student of the game. He definitely knows what he's doing. Yeah, he talked to him. He's very excited about what he's doing as the St. Thomas Moore Sabres here come onto the field, coming out of the tunnel that the Illini would come out of on a game day, carrying American flag and the uh, Sabres flag as well. And the Rantoul is actually the home team, but they're coming out of the visiting team tunnel here. Go figure. Under the lights, it's a beautiful fall evening as we, uh, well, I think officially haven't hit fall. I think that comes in another hour or two. Uh, officially hit the equinox, but it certainly feels like a crisp fall evening. Good night for some high school football. You're used to seeing it on Friday night, but this is a neat opportunity to be under the lights here at Memorial Stadium. And as you mentioned, Tim, this will be happening again the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. You'll have two straight days of four football games for the Class 1A through Class 8A state championships that alternate between here and DeKalb at Northern Illinois. And I have been to the state championships at both DeKalb and here, and no disrespect to DeKalb, but the atmosphere here, I mean, you just can't beat it. It's the flagship school in the state of Illinois. It's a huge stadium. You've got tons of room to tailgate. Uh, I think everyone, including the Champaign-Urbana community, uh, can't wait for late November to have those games back. Now, as far as today goes, uh, I rolled up uh, shortly after 6 o'clock, and uh, I parked in one of the lots at State Farm Center, and, you know, there was a, a decent crowd out there tailgating, and, you know, you don't see a ton of that. Uh, at the high school level. It's more associated with college doing all-gate tailgating, but there were people out there with Rantoul flags and Rantoul signs, you know, having a good time. So, you know, I think this is just a fantastic thing. I wish this could be done more often. I know there's a segment of the community out there that says, well, they should be played on Friday nights and college should be played on Saturdays. But, again, for these guys to get the opportunity to play in Memorial Stadium, I mean, this may be the only time they get to do this in their entire lives. And the Eagles... Come onto the field as well, carrying a silver shovel. That must be a tradition for the Eagles. Cameron Rome was bringing that on out. He's a junior and uh, comes out of the backfield. He's rushed for a couple of touchdowns this year. Perhaps they play for that shovel. I don't know. I mean, Rantoul won last year, so it might be something they can lay claim to right now. Is it the turnover shovel? Because that's all the rage nowadays, you know, the turnover chain and things of the like. Indeed. I think Illinois at one point had a shovel when Tim Beckman was coaching. <laughs> well, this would be more akin to like the old oaken bucket right, or something right. that, you, that you play for. All right, the teams are getting ready to take the field, and I assume we will get our coin toss. We will be back in a moment for kickoff. St. Thomas Moore and Rantoul, you're listening to High School Football on DWS. We are ready for high school football, Memorial Stadium under the lights. Rantoul will kick off. Juan Aguayo 
He'll go from the 40-yard line going north to south. The deep man for the Sabres standing at the five-yard line is often Ivory Shellman, but right now it is Ivory Shellman. I beg your pardon. Riley Morris also back deep. Here's the approach, the boot, and we're underway. It's an end-over-end kick, and it's fielded at the seven-yard line. Straight ahead run for Shellman across the 20, 25, 30. Got a hole, angling right to the numbers, and he's taken down at the 40-yard line. Excellent return for Shellman and the St. Thomas More Sabres, who will take over in good field position to start this ball game. Great start there by the Sabres. He just saw a lane and took it to the far side of the field to his right. And great field position, as you said, to start for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. Start at their own 39-yard line as Bryson Lee will come out. Under center. And he is wearing a, a number one. He's a typically number two on the roster, but we're going. he's wearing a number one today. He I is, think it was actually him who brought the kick. Yeah, under center. He gives to Shellman. Off-right tackle across the 40 and upended. For a gain of about three or four yards to the 43, it'll be second and six coming up. Just underway in the opening drive for St. Thomas Moore. They'll put it at the 42, and it's a gain of three. So Bryson Lee showing us already he can do it all, returning kicks, and he's under center as well. St. Thomas Moore with a little pistol look to uh, start things out. Joe Swinney with the stop. He's the leading tackler as a linebacker for the Eagles. Now out of shotgun, Lee with... Shellman off his left hip, and he steps back, looking to throw. The lefty unfurls, lets it air out, and he's just long of his intended receiver, Chad Kelton. You mentioned, Tim, he had the game-winning two-point conversion Kelton last week in the Sabres' 42-41 victory, third down coming up. Yeah, he's one of their top wide receiver targets. He's got 119 yards this year, and that one just about six inches out of his grasp would have put St. Thomas Moore in the red zone early. No score, opening drive of the ball game here at Memorial Stadium. St. Thomas Moore and Rantoul. The Sabres with the ball out of shotgun again is Bryson Lee. A back off his right hip and three receivers. Third and six. It's a bad snap. Shellman gets it. The running back is angling towards the sideline on the far side, and he's twirled out of bounds. Taken out by DeAndre Renfro to be short of the line to gain at the 45, and it is fourth down coming up for the Sabres, and the punting team is coming on for their opening drive. Well, a good job by Shellman to make something out of nothing there. Unfortunately, they come up a few yards short, but that could have gone for a big loss. Angelo Brown is the quarterback and also the receiver. The deep man for this punt, standing at his own 23. The kick will go south to north. They split out four on the punt, and Lee boots it away. This one is a good one. It bounds deep inside the 10. Brown fields it at the 7, cuts left, up the hash to the 15, evades a tackle, and then he's wrapped up by a trio of Sabres at the 20-yard line. That was almost a dangerous field by Brown. 
he could have gotten uh, entangled deep in his own territory. Yeah, kind of uh, indecisive there. I think he was looking to maybe see if it was going to roll into the end zone, but by the time it got down to about the five-yard line, there were several white jerseys there waiting for him. Really, at that point, he had no choice but to pick it up, and I will give him credit. He did some juking and jiving and was able to bring it back out to the 21-yard line. So the Rantoul Eagles get the ball for the first time. They start at their own 21. 10.44 to go, first quarter, no score. Off left hip is a running back for... Angelo Brown, he takes it and will run it himself. Angling right across the 20 and goes helmet to helmet Angela with Brown, the tackler, Dominic McGreeny. McGreeny, 25 tackles on the year coming in. Gain of two and second down coming up from the 23. Rantoul does a lot of movement on the ground. Sabres are more even in their pass-run selection. Second down and eight. Brown wearing neon shoes, neon green, takes the snap. Here's the give, off left tackle. And, and snared down in the backfield by Bryson Lee. Ball carrier was John Brenson, but Lee blew that up. It's a loss of probably, or if, if anything, no gain. And they go to the left hash now. Third down and eight coming eight. Third down and eight. No score here. First quarter. Rantoul in their first possession of the evening. Yeah, that one was pretty much a wash. Uh, like you said, Scott, maybe even a loss of yard. Nice job by Lee to sniff it out. They spread it. Empty backfield out of the shotgun for Brown on third down. Man in motion. He fakes the give. Brown's going to keep it himself. Going across the 20, 25. Trip from behind. And he is short of the line to gain. About the 28-yard line. Ivory Shellman got him down from behind. Lee was in there as well. So it'll be fourth and three. And Rantoul may need to punt now. And we've been calling Bryson Lee's name a lot. He's one of the guys that plays on both sides of the ball uh, for St. Thomas more. And, you know, we mentioned pregame that their numbers are up. Coach Watson is trying to cut down on that as much as possible. Have guys either play offense or defense, but there are some that play both. Fourth down, Brown giving direction. Looks like he's going to go for it. And now a procedural penny penalty is coming up. It is offsides, and that is a gift. A gift by penalty, so Rantoul's drive will stay alive here. To, and their first one of the night. Move that ball up to the 33, and it's a first down. No score. St. Thomas Moore went three and out on their first drive of the night. Now Rantoul gets a new series. Brenton off the left hip, and Brown, the quarterback, out of shotgun formation, a tight end as well, or a fullback. Here's the snap, the give, and he's met right away by a couple of Sabres. Breaks the tackle, though, and will make something out of nothing. Now the ball is yanked away, and the Sabres are going to run it in. Running it in is Avery Hughes. What a defensive play, a late flag coming out after the touchdown scored by the Sabres. Avery Hughes just went up and wrestled that ball away from Angelo Brown. Yeah, it looked like Brown was going to make something out of nothing there because he was stopped by three guys before the line of scrimmage. He broke free and then just had the ball stripped. Calling it a 28-yard fumble return if it stands as the referees meet on this one. I'll be various to see what exactly, what signal they're going to give here. 
Well, they just swapped out the ball as if to make it a kicking ball, but there's not been a signal yet. But they are going to set up for the extra point. And the referee signaling touchdown. Then after the play, a dead ball foul. And it is against the Sabres. The signal was fist to fist. So the St. Thomas Moore Sabres on the turnover takeaway make it 6 nothing, And now the extra point is coming up. And the Sabres will attempt the point after Doyle. Connor Doyle to try to boot it through. Holder is Hummel. This will be out of the hold of Hummel. A 20-yard attempt for the extra point. Snap, low snap, bounces. And Hummel's going to roll out on a fake. Throws, and it is dropped, intended for Riley Morris. And the either a muff snap or a... Or a an intended fake, but either way, St. Thomas Moore comes up empty, but they lead it 6-0. We're back in a moment in the first quarter. You're listening to High School Football on DWS. The penalty enforced on the Sabres after that touchdown means they will kick off from their own 25. Angelo Brown deep for Rantoul. The Sabres lead it 6-0 after the fumble return by Avery Hughes for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. They struck first in last year's ball game as well. 8.15 to go, first quarter. Doyle on the approach, and he puts a leg into it. End over end, but it's a short kick. Fielded by an up man at the 43 across midfield. To the left sideline, breaks a tackle, and then he's twisted out of bounds at the 40-yard line or about into Rantoul, rather Sabre territory. John Brinson took a hold of that. About an 18-yard return. Decent field position here to start for the Eagles. We'll see if they can respond. They had just gotten a first down, and Angelo Brown with a good second effort but had a ball wrestled away from him by Avery Hughes. So they start, though, in Sabre territory. Angelo Brown can't miss neon shoes. Brenson off his right hip. They start their second possession of the night, trailing 6-0. A direct snap to Brenson. He twists around, and he'll go straight ahead and for a couple of yards, but then the ball comes loose, and we're looking for a signal. I believe they're going to say he's down. Down at first, he gets up to the 44-yard line, a gain of four, second and six for the Rantoul Eagles. Yeah, they're going to rule his knee was down after four yards. But we can already tell uh, kind of a hot potato type uh, game so far tonight. Yeah, ball security an issue so far for the Eagles here on second down from the 36 of the Sabres. Whistle blows. And now an official is waving off one of the Rantoul Eagles saying you, you have to go out. I don't know if he uh, maybe it was a helmet issue. You got me. John, John Brenson was out uh, wide left. Tom Hess, head coach, asking for some clarification. Brenson had been lining up in the backfield. Now the Eagles are going to huddle up and get a new play. Coming in, Robert Hart, a senior running back who has not seen a ton of action this year. 
6-0. Sabres lead the Eagles. This Alani Prairie showdown. Eagles with the football in Sabre territory at the 36. Second down. And here's a direct snap. And a carry straight ahead, surging for the first down. A little bit of trickery there. Fullback Logan Evans. Logan Evans ended up with the ball. Yeah, I gave it to the fullback. Not, not something we see a lot of on this field anymore. <laughs> so a first down to the 29-yard line. It's 6.57 to go here, first quarter. Eagles trailing 6-0. On the move from the 29. Snap direct to Brown. They give on a reverse. This is Evans again. He's got a clear lane up the 20, 15, 10, and then tackled from behind at the legs at about the nine yard line. Will Storm, the ball carrier. Uh, check that. Not Will Evans. Storm it was number 10, Will Storm. Yeah. So Storm trying to storm ahead, and he had a good chunk of yardage there Check. into the red zone for the Rantoul Eagles at the nine yard line, first and goal. 6 nothing St. Thomas Moore, but the Eagles looking to respond. Yeah, in spite of a misstep here, their Rantoul is really moving on this drive. Hard off the right hip. Brown takes it on the give. Cuts back up straight ahead and will dive forward to the six-yard line. Second and goal coming Brown up. Right, a lot of misdirection from this Rantoul offense so far. Keeping the Sabre defense guessing. It'll be uh, interesting to see how quickly Coach Watson for STM can pick up on it and start to scheme and adjust and maybe cut down on those end-around runs. Tight end Hayden Cargo will come in. Around the quarterback, Hart the running back. Tight formation, and the snap is another direct snap. A scrum moves ahead to the two-yard line. Ball comes out, and Logan Evans ends up with it. And ran to, well, St. Thomas Moore is indicating that they have it, but there has not been an official's signal yet. Now they mark the down. Yeah, it was a direct snap again to the uh, fullback, Evans. He busted through the line, lost it momentarily, and then got it back. Four-yard gain by Evans. Evans, the ball carrier. It's now third and two. Six-nothing, St. Thomas Moore, first quarter. 5.33 and counting in St. Thomas Moore, or rather the Rantoul with their second possession of the ball game. Evans, the fullback, right near the center. Straight off him. Brown will take the snap this time. Holds a draw straight ahead into the touch into the end zone. Touchdown. Angelo Brown running for his fourth touchdown of the season, and Rantoul has tied it with a chance to take the lead and an extra point coming up. Again, some self-inflicted wounds for Rantoul on that drive, but they maintained their composure. Used a lot of misdirection, as you've said many times, Scott. Some direct snaps to the fullback. A lot of guys in motion, a lot of play-action type plays, and they were able to just good old-fashioned run game and punch it right in. Juan Aguayo on for the extra point. To attempt the, point after. the kick, and it is blocked by St. Thomas Moore, and that is fortuitous as Jesus Aguayo uh, check that, missed the extra point. Both teams now have mixed, missed extra points, and that means we are tied at six. Note that as we go forward, 5-16 left first quarter. Back in a moment, St. Thomas Moore and Rantoul. You're listening to high school, uh, high school football on DWS. 
Aguayo on the approach and puts a leg into it from the 40-yard line. Bryson Lee is a deep man, but here Ivory Shelman muffs the kick at the 15-yard line, and the Sabres will maintain possession. He may have uh, put that ball out of bounds before the Eagles could get on it. Kickoff, yeah, I think uh, I think St. Thomas Moore got very lucky there as the up man fielded it, and he just happened to be right by the sideline, but he definitely muffed that kick, and Rantoul was one eyelash away from having it in the red zone. Turnovers already has cost Rantoul, and that would have been costly to the Sabres. Sabres with a fumble return for their first touchdown. Angela Brown with a two-yard plunge just a few moments ago. 5-10 to go here first quarter. We're tied at six. Bryson Lee takes the snap. Looking to throw. Has some time. Now gets flushed to the right. Now he's going straight ahead. He's twirled around. Still on his feet. Moving sideways. Now across the 15. Angling outside the numbers at the 20. And out of bounds at the 23 on the far sideline. Make it the 22. And boy, Bryson Lee made something out of nothing. And again, it just underscores what we talked about pregame. He saw the pocket closing in on him, saw the majority of the bodies, especially those black jerseys were off to his left. So what does he do? Goes to the open field to the right and picks up about seven yards. White pants, white helmets, black jerseys, purple numbers for Rantoul. St. Thomas Moore all white with the green numbers with gold trim. Second down and three now for Bryson Lee and the St. Thomas Moore Sabres tied at six. Five receivers, empty backfield. Lee now steps in, takes the snap, back to throw, quick out, and the flat. That is caught by Shellman, and he's pushed out of bounds for a first down at the 33. Shellman wide open, nothing flashy there from Rantoul, just what they needed to pick up a few yards and get a fresh set of downs. First complete pass for Bryson Lee in this ball game, 4.51 in the first quarter, we're tied at six. And a fresh set of downs for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres off the right hash. Illini Prairie Conference mates, 10-team conference in its second year. Rantoul won it in a blowout last year when these two teams met. Shellman in the backfield off the left hip of Bryson Lee. Barking some orders. Yeah, here's the give to Shellman. In the backfield, nearly blown up, and it is. And the ball is loose and out of bounds. Uh, they rule Shellman down, but it's a loss of uh, two yards for the Sabres. So ball security becoming an issue for both teams here in the early going. Now push him back to the 31-yard line. Joe Swinney in there disrupting things along with several Rantoul defenders. Second and long in the second series of this drive. Now Lee is under center. Tyler Jackson is the fullback. Here's the give to Shellman, angling right around the corner and wrapped up at the shoulders and pushed Shelly out of bounds at the 36-yard right line. Back between the uh, sticks now, but it'll be a third down and Aiton coming up. Good wrap-up there by Corbin Lantis for Rantoul. He's a top offensive lineman, but getting it done on defense there as well. Just wrapped him up at the shoulder, but also avoided that horse collar tackle, which will get you a penalty. St. Thomas Moore looking for their second first down of this drive. We're tied at six. First quarter, 3.56 to go. Lee with a running back off his right hip. That is Hummel. Man in motion is Jackson, the tight end. 
Now a whistle blows and a timeout whistle called by Nathan Watson, the second year head coach of the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. Watson didn't like something he saw there. Mentioned the Illini Prairie Conference, which I believe is in its second year. Monticello, Pontiac, St. Joe Ogden, Prairie Central, St. Thomas More, IVC, Rantoul, Olympia, Central Catholic, and Unity make up that conference. So it stretches all the way from the Peoria area all the way to Champaign down the I-74 corridor. You've got teams in there that are perennially pretty good. The SJOs, the Unities, Central Catholic. I know Unity and Central Catholic are having down years this year. But uh, a good hodgepodge of teams and always produces some competitive games. All right, now third down and seven for the Sabres. And Lee takes the snap, looking to throw, and a whistle blows. And we have a flag on the play as well. False start. So Nathan Watson calls for a timeout. His offense regroups, comes out immediately with a false start procedural penalty. Yeah, that's something that'll drive coaches crazy. You know, you call the timeout specifically for the purpose of getting on the same page. Now it is a third and long, third and 12. Three receivers set with a tight end and a running back in the backfield. Here's the snap, shoulder high, taken by Lee, all kinds of time. Now rolling to his left, trying to evade a tackler, would not get rid of the ball, and he is sacked, sacked deep in the deep in his territory by Nathan Lord. And it'll be fourth down, time to He's punt for the Sabres. Back to the 17-yard line, a loss of 14 yards on the play. Lee just didn't get rid of it. Yeah, he was surveying deep downfield. He had about three receivers down there, but Randool did a very good job of covering them all up. So Lee pretty much had no options. He didn't have anyone in medium range to do a check down on. Uh, but you got to get rid of that ball if you're Bryson Lee. Find someone to try to throw it to. Connor Doyle will punt it towards the far side, and it takes a bounce across midfield for the Sabres. It'll roll to the 44-yard line, 40, yeah, 44-yard line for Rantoul, where they will take over with 2.48 to go here in the first quarter. Distance, no return, and Rantoul will start this possession Still kind of in a feeling out phase, I would say. These two teams, you know, neither one of them jumping out and making a big statement early. As we mentioned many times, ball security and penalties have been a concern for both teams. You know, just kind of trying to get the offense going, get things in gear. Uh, We'll see if Rantoul can come out and make a statement on this drive. They marched down the field last time. They did a 60-yard drive for their first touchdown. We're tied at six. Here's a quick give to Evans, and he's at midfield. Tackled at the waist for St. Thomas Moore by Hunter Howell. And it's a gain of six. Will Storm, the ball carrier, beg your pardon. Tackled by the Sabres, Hunter Howell. Will be second down and four for Rantoul from just across right at the 50-yard line. 50-yard line for the Eagles. A defensive touchdown in this one so far for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. And a running touchdown for the Eagles, and we're tied at six. Both teams have missed their extra points. Here's a quick give on the end around. Room to run, cross midfield to the 40-35. Ball carrier John Brenson. A lot of motion there. 
And he is into Sabre territory at the 33-yard line. Another big chunk play for the Eagles. You can tell they practice those ends arounds a lot because it requires, as you said, it's got a lot of guys to go in motion. Timing is big, but they executed that play perfectly, and it paid dividends a big game. Storm with some carries tonight. Same for Logan Evans and Buford. And Brenson, and Brown, the quarterback, of course, as well. Snap to Brown, twist. Now he's going to throw, steps up in the pocket, jump throws deep and out on the right side. Yeah, looking to hit, uh, I believe, Keon Cunningham, number 22. That was first, first pass attempt on the night by Angelo Brown. Everything's been out, else has been on the ground for the Eagles. Tied at six with the Sabres, a buck 35 to go here in the first quarter. 33-yard line it's of the Sabres. The Eagles of Rantoul trying to stay on the move. And in motion is Buford. Brown on the keeper, angling left across the 30, and tackled at the ankles by Bryson Lee at the 27. Another good gainer. Third down coming up. Yeah, you can tell the run game is Rantoul's bread and butter. And again, going back to Angelo Brown's stats last year, you know, he lit it up in both categories, both through the air and on the ground. But the majority of his offense came on the ground, 590 yards and seven touchdowns. Cameron Rome is coming in. Logan Evans, all right, check that. Will Storm exits. Third down. Tie game, here is the give to Rome. On an end around, 25 to the 20. Breaks a tackle across the 15. Finally smothered down from behind by Hunter Howell. He'll move the chains again. Cameron Rome, that might have been his first carry of the night. Please, you're correct. Gets him to the 14 yard line. And this Rand, or excuse me, this St. Thomas Moore defense, uh, you know, I don't want to say they're gassed, but they just seem to have no answer for this Trickeration of a run game uh, from Rantoul. Rantoul is doing a good job mixing it up. Into the red zone again. The Eagles capitalized with a touchdown last time here. Tied at six. Brown going to throw it to the right. Misses his intended man near the five-yard line. Was looking for Hayden Cargo, the tight end. He has caught a touchdown pass from Angelo Brown. There One of the three that Brown form. has thrown this year. It's second and ten coming up. Hayden Cargo, last year, seven receptions, 146 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Rome and Cunningham also making a lot of noise. That one, not so much a wounded duck as we saw on Rantoul's first passing chance. 24 seconds to go in the first quarter. Man in motion for Angelo Brown. Now he motions to the defense, and... Referee obliges with a flag. Offside it's offsides called. Sabres can hardly afford any more territory to be given up. So now it puts him at the nine. This will make it a second and five. They need the four for a first down. Direct snap to Evans. Surging forward. Ball pops out again. Who has it? An Eagle player says the Eagles do. It's near the first down marker. They may get a fresh set of downs out of this. We saw this same thing at the goal line uh, last ran tool drive, did we not? The ball popped out, ran tables able to get it back. And they do the exact same thing here. 
first down, Eagles. So they do move it so to the four-yard line. It is a first down, first and goal for the Eagles, looking to take their first lead of the ball game. We're tied at six, eight seconds to go. Snap, and Brown on a keeper, moves off tackle to the right, into the end zone of the orange of the Illinois end zone at Memorial Stadium. He has his second rushing touchdown of the night in the Rantoul Eagles. Take over the lead, it's 12 to six as time expires of the first quarter. And on the final play in regulation, a two-yard run for him the first time. This time, he doubles it. A four-yard touchdown run by Angelo Brown. And I tell you what, Tim, he looks like he's attempted a pass or two just to keep everybody honest. But <laughs> by and large, Rantoul just needs, is moving the ball on the ground. Yep, and you know a lot of high school teams, unless you've got a really talented quarterback that's going to go on to play at the last level, that is going to be your bread and butter, keeping the ball on the ground. All right. The Eagles going to go for two here to try and make it an eight-point lead. Brown, quick throw to the right, and it is caught. Caught for the conversion. Finding his target is the Brown's tight end, Hayden Cargo. By Hayden Cargo in the end zone. And it's 14 to six as we hit zeros at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, it's a 14-6 lead for the Rantoul Eagles. Angelo Brown has counted for both rushing touchdowns. The quarterback for the Eagles has now put them ahead by eight points. The Sabres' only touchdown came off a fumble return by Avery Hughes. Aguayo with the ball teed up on the near hash at the 40-yard line. And the team's flip-flopped after the end of the first quarter. And the approach... Here's the kick, it is hooked to the left and up man carries it up, but a whistle blows and the play was stopped. Trevor Hummel caught it and was caught for a, a fair caught. Didn't quite see a signal there on that. Nor did I, but you know, on kickoffs nowadays at the high school the level, they're thinking of safety, so. Perhaps maybe just earn on the side of caution. I think trying that's to right. Move. If an up man catches it now, it's it's maybe an automatic okay. fair catch. Okay. I, I, I'm something is triggering something like that. I may have saw a you, new rule. You are one step ahead of me. Well, it could be entirely false. <laughs> so, I just remember reading about some rule changes involving kickoffs at the high school level for this year. So maybe that was one of them. The Sabres started their own 32, trailing 14 to six. 11:58 to go for the second quarter. And three receivers, tight end and a back. Lee with a fake and a quick give on a slant. It is caught by Riley Morris near the first down marker. 48, it is good for a touch, for a first down. Good quick strike there by Lee on sort of a cross route. Morris angling in in between the hash marks. I guess it would be more of a slant, if anything. Second completion of the night for, for Lee. Similar formation, tight end on the right side, this time off the right hash. And first and 10 at the 43. Lee, three-step drop, now rolls to his left, looking, will tuck it and run across the 45. Midfield, jukes a man to the 45-40, and near the sideline, takes a nasty hit at the 40-39 yard line. Good move, good run there by 
Bryson Lee, another first down for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres, and this has been their most productive drive already. And I get the sense that the word slide is not in Bryson Lee's vocabulary. Uh, and he had a chance a couple times there to just end the play like you see a lot of college quarterbacks do, but he said, no, thank you. I'm going to pick up a few more yards, and he did. Good chunk there on an 18-yard gainer, and it's the 39-yard line now of Rantoul territory for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres, three receivers. One back, here's a give to Shellman. Moves left, cuts straight up, dives forward and somersaults underneath at the 35-yard line, 34. A gain of five, make it second and five. 14-6, Rantoul leads St. Thomas Moore, 10-39 to go here in the first half. Give Landis the credit for the stop there. We've called his name a few times tonight. Lee gets the play call from the far sideline. Now looks at a wristband. 10.25, clock counting, clock moving. Lee points at the defense, claps a hand, takes a snap, whistle blows, play stops, flag on the field. Late snap. And a false It'll start false will push the St. Thomas, Thomas Moore Sabres back, back again. Their first venture here into Rantoul territory of the night. But they're pushed a little bit back. They've been penalized a few times now. At least their second penalty, Tim. And make it second down and 10 with 10 minutes to go. In the second quarter, the Sabres are behind by eight. 14-6 Rantoul. Play action, and here's a throw slung over the middle, and it's just over the hands of Riley Morris, the intended receiver, straight up the seam. Looking for the home run ball there, and it was a decent pass, just like you said, just out of the hands by a couple inches of Morris. Morris was covered up too by a Rantoul defender, but he was in a good position to get that ball in stride and make a sprint toward the end zone, but again, just a few inches out of his grasp. Morris's favorite target on the year. He's caught 15 passes for the team lead. Lee tonight, two of four in the air. 9.51 to go in the second quarter, third and 10. 14-6 lead for Rantoul. St. Thomas Moore with the ball in Rantoul territory at the 39. Gonna have a long conversion here. Here's the snap, three-step drop, three drop, and now Lee has to keep it again. This time he will throw open man just over the head of Parker Jackson, and it'll be fourth down at the 39. Probably a punting situation here for St. Thomas Moore. Yeah, looking to hit the big tight end there, 6'4", 220, the junior. He does a lot of blocking, but... You saw there, he's uh, got a penchant to sprint downfield as well. And again, that one just out of his reach. Lee has been good tonight, but just uh, you know, a slight mistiming. I'm not going to knock him for it. He's had a decent performance so far. This will be the third punt. As uh, the Sabres look like, nope, they're going to go for it here. Yeah, kind of in that no man's land. Yeah, why not? Lee takes the snap, looking to throw. Being flushed, twirls around near midfield, evades two tacklers, now cuts back to midfield and will throw it to the end zone or the five-yard line. It is caught for a huge pass play. Coming up with it is Chad Kelton. Wow. That ends up as a 34-yard pass play and puts the Sabres in terrific shape 
to try and pull even in this ball game. Are we sure Idaho doesn't want him at quarterback? Because that was a phenomenal play. He was dead to rights at around midfield, scrambled out, and then just threw a bullet and hit his target. I was just giving him grief a couple minutes ago for uh, mistiming. I guess he must have heard me because that was a brilliant pass under duress and now right on the doorstep of the Sabres. First and goal at the five. Under center is Lee. Fakes a handoff. Naked bootleg to the left. Will throw to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown Sabres. Caught by Dominic McGreeny. That is his third touchdown reception of the year. Sixth for Bryson Lee as a quarterback. And now a two-point conversion could tie this one up. It's 14-12. St. Greeny wide open. Yeah, and St. Thomas Moore not going quietly by any means. It's taking them a little bit to get the offense going, but on that drive really showing this crowd something. Three completions on the drive, including the five-yard touchdown pass. So Lee out of the shotgun to try and tie it up out of the two-point conversion. Shellman is the back. Fake to Shellman. Quick on a slant. Caught. And it's a two-point conversion. We are tied. Nick Tui catches the two-point conversion. That's the second time this year he's caught a two-pointer. And we are tied at 14. How about this? we got a ball game here with nine minutes to go in the second quarter. 14-all, Rantoul and St. Thomas Moore back in a flash on DWS. Five-yard touchdown toss by Bryson Lee, and then the two-point conversion has knotted this up at 14 apiece. Memorial Stadium, second quarter, St. Thomas Moore to kick it off, and it's an onside kick, and it doesn't go far enough. And it'll be Rantoul's football. It'll be Rantoul football. Well, it'll be a penalty here for not the uh, ball not going 10 yards. See if they want to re-kick. Yeah, Rantoul says, oh, let's do that again. <laughs> so now it's a five-yard penalty. It'll back them up to their own 35. It looks like offsides against the Sabres. Yeah, I guess offsides was the call. Yeah, it, so one of the uh, men must have crossed the line of scrimmage, if you will, before the kick was made. Angelo Brown, one of the deep men. So is Kayan Cunningham for Rantoul. Connor Doyle, hand in the air. This time to kick it a little further. And he goes with the more traditional form. And Brown fields it up at the 21, drops the ball, picks it back up, cuts to the left, near the hash, and is wrapped up by three Sabres with a flag on the field. And one of the Sabres clapping his hands. We'll see what's coming up here the area of where you might see a block in the back. Yeah, official on the far side of the field saw something. He's talking to the referee right now. Fourteen all, Rantoul and St. Thomas Moore, and it is against Rantoul. So this will back him up. Illegal block in the back. And they'll walk it back 10 yards, so Rantoul will start at their own 15, their deepest start of the night. They have driven the ball twice for touchdowns, but their first possession ended in a fumble return by St. Thomas Moore. 8.51 to go here in the second quarter. 
Here's the give to Buford. Straight ahead to the 20-yard line and pulled back down hard by Dominic McGreeny. Brinson, with a gain of five on that, and it's second down and five at the 20-yard line. We can also give credit to Avery Hughes on that tackle. McGreeny made the first hit. Hughes wrapped it up. Hughes the leading tackler for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres this season. Now second and five. Snap to Brown with time. Now evades the rush. Stepping up, looks to throw, loses the football. Sabres say they have it. The Sabres may have their second turnover of the night. Jackson comes up with it. It's Sabre football, and they're in the red zone. They're saying Parker Jackson was the one who covered it up. Didn't quite see who made the hit, but that was a clear fumble and recovery by St. Thomas Moore. No controversy there about whether he was down. Great job by St. Thomas Moore to get in the bread basket of Brown and just pop that ball loose. 8.07 in the second quarter, and now St. Thomas Moore with a golden opportunity to take their first lead. Scored the first time off a turnover, looking to do the same here. This time it'll take more plays. We're tied at 14, and the ball is on the 14-yard line for Ran of Rantoul. And in motion is Kelton Lee with Hummel off his left hip, looks to throw, slings it over the middle, and the ball is caught by Jackson at the two-yard line. He was hit hard right as the ball came to him. A, a, a nifty grab to hang on to it. They'll mark it at the one, gain of 13, first and goal from the one-yard line for St. Thomas Moore. Yeah, that was almost like a two vehicles just hitting head on there. I think it might have been uh, number 11, Menega for Rantoul. Didn't get a, a good look. Their numbers are a little bit hard to read from five stories up. But yeah, it was just simultaneous ball catch and then collision. Good job by Jackson to hang on to it. Lee under center, tied at 14, one yard away from taking the lead. Takes it, dives forward for the touchdown. Do we have a signal there? No, he's a short of the goal line and a flag. Might have been a false start. Thought I saw movement right before. Once again, that referee or the, the official on the far side is seeing, is seeing something, and it is a procedural penalty against St. Thomas More. False start. At least their third penalty of the night. That backs them up to the six-yard line, a first and goal, though. Tied at 14. Sabres trying to capitalize off the second fumble of the night for the Rantoul Eagles. Under center again, Lee gives it to Hummel. Straight ahead, up the hash, short of the goal, at the one. And it'll be second down coming up. Right back to where we started from. Hit off to number 18 for the Sabres. He gets close to the goal line, picks up five. It'll be second down and goal from the one. 7.15 to go for the second quarter. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman with you. Kathy Reiser, our producer engineer tonight in studio. News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. A good Illini Prairie Conference game from Memorial Stadium. Lee gives and tackled from behind for a loss. Rantoul there to sniff that one out. That was Corbin Lantis taking down Ivory Shelman, the ball carrier. Third and goal to go from the four-yard line, and this would be a huge stand here if the Eagles could keep 
the Sabres out of the end zone. Yeah, Rantoul blitzing all the way there and sniffed it out big time. Took a gamble and it paid off. Empty backfield. Four receivers and a tight end for the Sabres. Trying to take their first lead in the night, tied at 14 on the third and goal. Snap to Lee, looking to throw, flush to the right, still looking. The lefty twirls around at the 15, now to the 10, up the sideline, evades a man, and he'll go forward into the end zone for a touchdown. The slippery Bryson Lee gets the Sabres their first lead of the night. We've seen him do that two, possibly three times tonight. The plays are all running together, quite frankly, but man, he has just got some magical feet just when you think he's going to go for a big loss. Jukes and jives and finds that open field. And again, I hate to, to keep belaboring a point, but that just speaks to the work he put in in the offseason, becoming an all-around better player and being able to see the field. He saw he had a lane in that far corner there, and he took it. 20-14 now, the extra point. It is a fake humble roll into his right at the 10, at the 5, to the pylon. He's short of it, and there will no, not be an extra point Again, conversion. But 20-14 to 14 now, the Sabres lead. After the lead, he's credited with four yards on the run, but he ran about 35 all the way around to get into the end zone. Sabres lead it. We're back in a minute with 6.05 left in the second quarter on DWS. It's a touchdown advantage now for the St. Thomas More Sabres. Cashing in on a fumble by Rantoul. They drive 14 yards to take the 20 to 14 lead. And here is the kick fielded by an up man at the 30 for Rantoul. Straight ahead, 35-40. And then smothered Joe down from behind. Joe Swinney taking the pooch kick up to the 42-yard line of Rantoul, where they will take over with six minutes to go in the second quarter. Now they are on the trailing end for the first time tonight. Again, just a fantastic play by Bryson Lee before the break there to scramble for that touchdown. He's an athlete. Yeah, that, you just took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, you know, he's a he's a big guy, 6'3", 170, but he runs like he's a speedy running back. Idaho uh, got, a, got a good player. We'll just put it that way. Evans in motion. Brown on the keeper to the off the left side, up to the midfield. A good 11-yard gain for Angelo Brown and taken down by Chad Kelton of the St. Thomas More Sabres. They say he's a yard short of the line to gain. They put the ball right at midfield. Beg your pardon, Jim. That's all right. I was just going to say Kelton upend, upended him there, and Brown kind of did a flip in midair. He's okay. What an impressive tackle there by Chad Kelton for St. Thomas More. Second and very makeable one for this Rantoul offense that has moved well on the ground. I mean, the majority of it that way. Man in motion, Buford, and here's the give on the end around. Wrapped up from behind and spun back by big number 60, John Gibis. His fourth tackle for a loss this year. 6-4-2-0-5 goes Gibis, the senior, and he's, again, one of those linemen. He plays both ways on the offensive line and the defensive line, and he's one of the guys that Coach Watson said preseason was going to be a big contributor down in the trenches, and he's done some great work tonight. Third down and six now for Rantoul. They're trailing 20-14 to 14 in their own territory. Rantoul against St. Thomas More. Snap to Brown. He's going to throw. Quick out to the left, and it is nearly intercepted as the intended man 
was well ahead of the throw. Chad Kelton almost came away with a pick there. The ball bounced in front of him. Fourth down and Rantoul at their own 45. Decision time here whether they want to punt or not. They are looking like they're going for it right here in the middle of the field. Sabres showing blitz. Brown now backs off. He's going to punt it. Boots it high in the air. Nobody there to field it for the Sabres, and it rolls at the 20, straight out of bounds, went sideways. I checked that to 25, 24-yard line is where they'll mark it, and Rantoul punts for the first time tonight. It's kind of a stalled drive there. Wasn't really to get much, uh, wasn't able, excuse me, to get much of an offensive rhythm going. Uh, we're the Eagles there, and we'll see if uh, St. Thomas More can push this to a two-score advantage. That would be huge for confidence going into the locker room. 2014, they lead. They've scored the last two touchdowns. After being down 14-6, it's 20-6. A greenie caught a pass for a touchdown, and Bryson Lee ran it in himself for a four-yard touchdown, also a fumble return. Here's Lee on the give to Hummel, moving off to the right side, angling up the numbers, 30, 35, 40, 45, to midfield, and wrapped up at 40 at the 45-yard line of Rantoul, taken down finally by John Brenson. But a flag on the play, and that might mean it's coming back. Yeah, down at the line of scrimmage is where the laundry is laying, is they like to say, and that's a good indication that uh, the play may go for not. No signal yet from the officials, but everybody's walking back that way, and hold, now they get the hold. Hold against St. Thomas Moore. And then you find out why it was such a big run. <laughs> line of scrimmage was the 24-yard line, and that'll put them back at the 14. Fourth penalty of the night for St. Thomas Moore. They have certainly been the worst offender in that category tonight. Rantoul having trouble hanging on to the football. Lee out of the shotgun with a first and 20. Steps back, looking to throw. Slings it to the right, off the hands, and nearly picked off by Parker Jackson. Parker Jackson, the intended man, and went right through his hands. That's a ball you got to catch. And Lee's been uh, alternating a lot tonight between those deep balls and those medium uh, you know, crossing routes uh, right across the middle. Sometimes they will, the receivers will slant in between the hash marks. Other times, like Parker Jackson did their slant toward the sidelines. And you know, he's had decent luck with both of them. Uh, just wasn't able to connect there. Second down and 20, 20 to 14. Sabres lead, they're deep in their own territory now. Play action fake. Lee to throw again, straight up the middle over the hashes and an intended target. Where's Riley Morris? Joe Swinney on the defense there, along with a couple of other Eagles, and it'll be third and long. And I will give credit to Rantoul's secondary. Uh, they're playing pretty much a man, and they're doing a good job covering up the St. Thomas Moore receivers. When the St. Thomas Moore receivers get a completed catch, uh, it's because Bryson Lee has threaded the needle. Five of eight now is Bryson Lee from their own 14, third and 20. Sabres have a six-point lead, a need to make the 34-yard line to keep this drive going. 
Tight end in the formation. Lee, ready to go with good time. Moving to his left along the five. Fakes a throw, now lofts it to a man. Got it caught for the first down and out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Hauled in on the far sideline there. I think it was Riley Morris or Dominic McGreeny. Yeah, McGreeny and Morris were literally side by side, and I believe it was number 11, McGreeny, who caught it. I don't think they drew up the play like that, but it just so happened that two receivers were pretty much holding hands with one another. And again, I believe it was number 11, McGreeny, who caught it in. Again, Bryson Lee making something out of nothing. That has been his forte tonight, picking up a big gain just when you think he's going to take a loss. He has a six-point lead, and now the ball at the 37-yard line after a third and 20. Throws it for... 23 yards, and takes the snap. Give to Shellman, blown up right away in the backfield. Robert Buford there, sniffing that one out. I beg your pardon, well. Corbin Lantis with the tackle, 54, not 34. Number 54, the senior Corbin Lantis, who has his second tackle for a loss tonight. Loss of five on the play, back to the 32. Sabres go empty backfield. Second quarter, 3.06 to go. Sabres up by a touchdown. Lee on the shotgun snap. Evades pressure, runs into a couple of men, and he's sacked. Sacked by several Eagles, and he may have run into his own man as, as well. Big 62 there, Jose Villa. Yeah, that was a rare misstep there by Bryson Lee. Just ran into a big wall of both his own players and the black jerseys as well of Rantoul. He had some space to the far side to his left. Again, just one of those rare times that he didn't see that he had that open space. If he would have juked a step to the left, he could have picked up probably five, six yards. Back to the 28, and once again, the Sabres are in a third and long situation on this drive. 2.20 to go. They lead 20-14 to over Rantoul. Lee, just a moment ago, converted a third and 20 as Nathan Watson calls for a timeout. The second one used tonight in this half by the St. Thomas More Sabres. Rantoul has all three. And now remember, the last time St. Thomas More took a timeout, they came out and got a penalty. I believe it was a procedural penalty, which is the last thing you want to see coming out of a huddle where supposedly everyone is coming out on the same page. So we'll see if they can fix that. Here. Yeah, and we mentioned it. The issue tonight for Rantoul has been holding on to the football. They've had two costly fumbles. For the Sabres, the issue has been penalties. They've been, for the most part, able to overcome those. Yeah, they have, and again, the lion's share of the credit to, to Bryson Lee. He is uh, in business with both his feet and through the air, but especially on the ground, his running game has been spectacular tonight. And for Rantoul, you know, if you don't give up those two fumbles, which I believe both turned into St. Thomas touchdowns, I mean, we're looking at a very different ball game right now. One, Avery Hughes just ripped out of the arms of the ball carrier and took for a 28-yard return in Rantoul territory for a touchdown. The second one, a recovery at the 14-yard line of Rantoul, and the Sabres capitalized on that. All right, here we go, third and 19 out of the timeout. Sabres up 20-14. to 14. They need the 47-yard line of their own territory to keep the drive going, and Lee has time again, going to air it out 
Up this, up the hash. Way too long, though, intended for Nick Tui. Again, leave plenty of time. Goes deep again. This Overshot time that one by Nick about Tui five yards or so. For St. Thomas Moore, it falls incomplete. And St. Thomas Moore will have to punt. Brinson on the defense for that. For the Rantoul Eagles. And a drive. After two consecutive touchdown drives for Rantoul, this one will become a punt. So Ran Rantoul's going to have decent field position here and is going to be able to work a two, uh, little bit of two-minute drill and could potentially take the lead going into the half. So the pendulum, the momentum could swing in the favor of Rantoul. Plus three timeouts left. Here's the snap. Too high for Doyle. Has to hurry up the kick and will just boot it towards the sideline. It takes a bounce back for the Sabres at the 30-yard line. That that punt was maybe a negative punt. I think it went two yards from the 28 to the 30. Two yard officially, uh, uh, officially a two yard punt is what they're saying. Yep, you're right on there, Tim. Yeah, that one, that one went uh, west instead of uh, south. <laughs> and it was all because of a bad snap. So Rantoul with a golden opportunity with 1.53 and all three timeouts here in the second quarter could try and take tie or take the lead with a touchdown at the 30-yard line of the Sabres. Angelo Brown with the man in motion, that's Buford, and here comes a procedural penalty as a defender jumps across the line. We'll see who which side it was on. That was Jason Brown, the defensive end. That came across, that's a five-yard, potentially very costly penalty again for the Sabres. Yeah, Brown's got his hands on his hips as if to say, I know what I did there. And now it looks like Rantoul's going to jump. So this will just even things out. It was a first and five. And we'll just negate everything and go back to the 30. So first and 10. It's all for naught. And Brown takes the snap. Looking to throw. Dumps it quick. Got a man. Flag on the field, caught at the 32-yard line or thereabouts for Will Storm. Let's see what the penalty is after the completion of about four yards or so. Bryson Lee wraps him up at the knees, but yes, we will see what the signal is here momentarily. We've got a four-man crew tonight. Three of them are gathered at the 30-yard line talking it over. No signal yet, but the official head of referee is talking to Rantoul. And it is defensive holding and an automatic first down. Don't see that called a ton. A gift there for Rantoul. And again, St. Thomas Moore. You know, Nathan Watson doesn't coach guys that are not disciplined. Let's just get that notion out of here right away. St. Thomas Moore did not come into this game undisciplined. They're just unfortunately making mistakes at bad times. And now a timeout called by Rantoul. Minute 34 here to call in the second quarter. And the ball has been marked at the 30, then the 25, then the 30, then the 25, all because of penalties. <laughs> 20 to 14, St. Thomas Moore leads. And that Rantoul with the football. Though. And that followed a two-yard punt. So the ball's been in between the 20 and the 30 <laughs> for a good five, ten minutes. <laughs> of real time. Of real time. We're at Memorial Stadium here. A nice crisp chill in the air. And a buck 34 here to go in the first half. St. Thomas Moore up by six. 
And uh, everybody on the west side of the stands tonight. Good showing from the St. Thomas More student section. Yeah, they are all gathered uh, about the first few rows on the west side around the 30-35 on the south half of the field. Rantoul has their band here. They're going to get to perform at halftime. That's another, you know, we talked all about the players. The band, pretty cool opportunity for them to get to play at halftime too. First and five. I remember that when I was in high school getting to come play in this stadium. It was a big moment. Brown on the give to Storm. Storm shuffling to his right, cuts back up across the 25, and finally smothered at the 27-yard line. Among the defenders were Riley Morris. Yeah, covered about 15 yards on the ground going Riley east and west, but only was able to pick up a couple of yards going north and south. Gain of seven on the play. Or gain of really of two on the play, I beg your pardon. Yep, the line of scrimmage was the 25, but as you said, Tim, it was a first and five, so now it is second and three. Rantoul football, they're trailing by a touchdown. Down six. Snap to Brown, keeping it himself, angling to the right across the 20 to the 15. Evades a tackle, 10, cuts back, five, touchdown! Rantoul has tied it up. Angelo Brown with his second, no, third rushing touchdown of the night. Angelo Brown able to take it right and then tip to the Sorry, Scott. Brown evaded a couple tackles there, and then by the time he hit the five yard line, all he had was turf in front of him, and he was able to hold that ball out in one hand, celebrate a little bit, and Rantoul's back in this one. You know, it's six rushing touchdowns on the season. Three of them have come here tonight. We're tied at 20. Extra point attempt here for Juan Aguayo. Snap, placement, kick on the way. It is low. It is no good. Wide it left. Appropriately enough, good. we stay tied at 20 with 43 seconds left here in the second quarter. That's just been how this ball game's been going. Yep, been a back and forth affair. Aguayo, by the way, hit from 35 in uh, warm-ups, which, uh, you know, again, in the high school game, kicking is not a huge point of emphasis. Every once in a while, you will get a really good kicker, and I'm not saying Aguayo is not a good kicker, but uh, it just impressed me when I saw him hit that, so all kind of surprising there when he uh, shanked that one to the left. Nonetheless, let's not dwell on that. Let's dwell on the fact that we've got a really good ball game here. This was a blowout last year, Rantoul winning 54-7, to and, you know, two teams that are, you know, hovering around the 500 mark right now. St. Thomas More is there at 2-2. Two and two. Rantoul is under it at 1-3. and three. So on paper, if you looked at this one, you think, okay, it might not be incredibly competitive. This has been a really, really good ball game tonight. Punch and counterpunch. 43 seconds left. St. Thomas More to receive after the Rantoul touchdown. Depending on where the field position is, St. Thomas Moore could be content to be conservative in the play calling because they're to receive again in the third quarter. Here's the approach from the 40-yard line. The kick is a short one, fielded at the 37 by Hummel. 37-38, St. Thomas Moore territory. Now 41 seconds with one timeout remaining here in the second quarter for the Sabres. 
What's in order here, Tim? Try and get some points or see what comes of it in the second half. I think if you've got a guy like Bryson Lee under center, I think you can uh, maybe try a little razzle-dazzle here, maybe uh, go for some shots uh, to the sidelines, pick up some yards, and then maybe take a shot or two at the end zone. His own 37, empty backfield, so it looks like that, Tim. Let's see what they can do with one timeout. Lee, quick out, and it's dropped. Intended man was Ivory Shellman. Shellman caught it, or tried to catch it at the knees. Out in the flat on the right side. Yeah, a little low and just juggled it there, wasn't able to get it, but again, going towards the sideline, as we mentioned earlier, looking to pick up yards and chunks, but also conserve time. Second and 10 from the 37-yard line, tied at 20 between St. Thomas Moore and Rantoul with 37 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Rantoul just tied it on an Angelo Brown touchdown run, his third of the night. Here's a quick give to Shellman, trying to find a corner on the near side. Flag comes out, he's up the sideline to the 50-45. Spun out of bounds, but three Shelman flags. Every official wanted to make sure tell you that whatever just happened was seen. Hold on St. Thomas Moore. St. Thomas Moore been highly penalized tonight. So they'll back this one up for second down. Now you're in kind of a murky territory if you're Coach Watson. 29 seconds left, one timeout. You are pinned deep now at the 29, your own 29. Possibly might want to play it conservative here and just run the ball and uh, head to the locker room. Bryson Lee can certainly turn in a long run. He had a 78-yard touchdown run back in week two in the win over Olympia. Now the snap. Quick out, slant, dropped again by Riley Morris. It'll be third down. And coming up. From the 29-yard line. They need the 47 to keep this one going. So third down and 18. Twenty-four seconds for the half. Give to Shellman. Trip from behind. And taken down. Nathan Lord again in the backfield. Fourth down with 18 seconds to go. Rantoul calls timeout to try and see if they can get the ball back here. So the game plan here for the Sabres really didn't work. They started at the 37-yard line, were penalized with a hold after an incompletion, threw another incompletion, and then a loss in the backfield, and Rantoul saying, yep, I'll take that timeout. 18 Here. seconds is an eternity in uh, football. That gives you a chance to run three plays. Fourth down, and St. Thomas Moore will need to punt from their own 27. Brown set to receive. A few steps into Sabre territory near midfield. Here's the punt. Good boot. Backing up Brown. Takes a bounce, and he feeds it, feels it at the 40. 
He evades one tackle, but he is dragged down at the 43-yard line of Rantoul. Six seconds to go. Again, St. Thomas more to receive for the second half. One timeout remaining for Rantoul as well. Basically, one play, maybe two, if you are attempting a quick pass. I think you either take a shot downfield or, like you said, Scott, do a quick out route to the sideline and hopefully have one second left on the clock and then take that shot downfield. Tied at 20. Brown takes, looking to throw. Steps up in the pocket, evades one, lofts it down the left sideline, and nearly intercepted in and out of the hands of Dominic McGreeny. No time left, and we're tied at 20 at halftime between Rantoul and St. Thomas Moore, a good high school football game. Yeah, again, both teams responding to one another. Neither team has, has really had the better of the run of play as far as dominating things. It's been, okay, one team scores, another responds. And I think if St. Thomas More can clean up those penalties, I think they've got a, a real shot. As you mentioned, they will receive to start the second half. I think they've got a real shot uh, in this ballgame. So, hey, the main event, to use some pro wrestling speak, under the lights here at Memorial Stadium, I think they put a, a good one for the 7 p.m. matchup. It wouldn't be a broadcast with you without a wrestling reference. Appreciate it. Halftime, back in a moment to uh, recap the first half and look forward to the second. We'll get you some scores as well from the day. This is High School Football on DWS. Welcome back to Memorial Stadium on the campus of the University of Illinois. A beautiful night on this first night of autumn. And it's high school football under the lights here at the College Stadium. The fourth of four games today. Rantoul and St. Thomas More tied at the half. We'll recap the scoring for you in this ballgame. St. Thomas Moore struck first at the 8-15 minute mark of the first quarter. It was an Avery Hughes 28-yard fumble return for a touchdown. The two-point conversion was no good. That made it 6-0 St. Thomas Moore. Rantoul responded at the 5-16 mark of the first quarter. The quarterback, Angelo Brown, with a two-yard run. The extra point was blocked and that made it 6-6. With zeros on the clock for the first quarter, it was Brown once again for Rantoul, a four-yard touchdown run. The conversion by Cargo was good. That made it 14-6 Rantoul after one quarter. At the nine-minute mark of the second quarter for St. Thomas Moore, Dominic McGreeny with a five-yard touchdown catch. That drive also started after a Rantoul turnover, so St. Thomas Moore has had a couple of touchdowns off of Rantoul giveaways tonight. The conversion was good by Tui, and that tied the ball game up at 14 apiece. At the 6.05 mark in the second quarter, St. Thomas Moore struck again as Bryson Lee, the quarterback, very talented man. Again, he is going to be playing at Idaho next year, likely as a wide receiver. He ran it in from four yards. The two-point conversion was no good. That made it to 22-14 St. Thomas Moore. Then with 43 seconds left to go in the first half, Angelo Brown strikes again with a touchdown rush, his third of the night. The extra point by Aguayo was no good wide to the left, and that's where we're at right now, tied at 20 between Rantoul and St. Thomas Moore. 
at the half. The Rantoul Marching Band is out on the field going through their routine. A great opportunity for those youngsters. Both of the teams are in the locker rooms, and yes, they are using, at least we think they are, the college locker rooms. They ran in the direction of where the Illini and the visitors would normally go, so unless they have them in a in a, yeah, another room somewhere, uh, they are in the locker rooms that the uh, pros use or the college players use, so a pretty cool opportunity there. All right, let's get you up to date on some scores. These are scores from uh, yesterday in the world of high school football, courtesy of uh, Colin Likas and our friends at the News Gazette. Matt Toon beats Muhammad Seymour in an Apollo matchup last night, 31-28. Champaign Central beats Peoria Ritzwoods in a Big 12 matchup, 28-17. Meridian beats Sullivan Okaw Valley, 27-14. It was Tuscola over Clinton. 22-11. Out of the Illini Prairie, which is what we're seeing here tonight, Monticello beat Bloomington Central Catholic last night, 56-8. Prairie Central all over IBC Chillicothe, 48-14. Pontiac beats St. Joseph Ogden, 42-20. In the Little Okaw Valley, it's Argena Oriana over Decatur Lutheran, 44-8. Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond beats Sangamon Valley 34-15. Saragordo Bement falls to Arcola. The Purple Riders, the victor there. That final is at 35-6. Another little Okaw Valley matchup. Cumberland beats Villa Grove Heritage 48-12. Out of the Sangamon Valley, PBL over Moments 49-7. Dwight beats Watsika 23-6. Georgetown Ridge Farm victorious last night in the Vermilion uh, Valley Conference. Paris blanks Blue Ridge 63 to nothing. Danville beats Thornwood 19 to nothing. GCMS all over Fisher in a battle of very uh, talented teams 56 to nothing was that final. Oakwood beats Iroquois West 57 to eight. Eureka beats Ridgeview Lexington 49 to 14. Salt Fork beats Tri County 42 to 13. Tri Valley over Leroy in a rivalry matchup 27 to nothing going in favor of the Vikings there. Eight-man football, Milford Cisna Park beats Judah Christian 64-24. Of course, Judah Christian and Nate Albaugh in their first season of football this year. Then we fast forward to today. Again, we said four games at Memorial Stadium. This is the final one. We started out with a bang this morning. Peoria Notre Dame beats Centennial 48-42 in four overtimes. Bloomington beats Urbana 47-12. Unity over Olympia 45-0. And again, now in the final game at the half, it is Rantoul 20 and St. Thomas Moore. Excuse me, St. Thomas Moore 20. Scott, I believe you have some numbers for us. Yeah, we got some unofficial stats here. St. Thomas Moore with 13 first downs compared to Rantoul's 9. And St. Thomas Moore has been gaining things through the air with 101 yards on 6 of 14 passes for Bryson Lee. And for Rantoul, no yards through the air. They are 0 of 5 in the passing attempts from Angelo Brown. But Rantoul leading the rushing area. 22 rushes for 130 yards overall. Angelo Brown has 39 of those yards and three touchdowns on six carries. Brenson has 23 yards on five carries. John Brenson, that is, and Logan Evans has three carries for 17 yards. 130 yards total for the Rantoul Eagles on the ground, while 115 total for St. Thomas Moore. A couple of turnovers 
for Rantoul. They've uh, lost the football twice. St. Thomas Moore, two of eight on third down conversions. Rantoul's two of four. Each team has completed one fourth down conversion and one sack for St. Thomas Moore for 14-yard loss. You might be hearing some of the sounds of the Rantoul Eagle marching band in the background. They're playing an Oz-themed show with the selections from the Wizard of Oz, the Wiz, and also Wicked. And performing somewhere over the rainbow right now on the Memorial Stadium turf with a flag core with rainbow-colored flags as well. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple flag. The drum major as well. Nicely done here by the Eagle Marching Band. This is Memorial Stadium, but tonight's officially a Rantoul home game. Pretty cool opportunity. I know we've been saying that a lot, but you really can't underscore it uh, enough. You know, no matter where you stand on the debate over when college games should be played, I mean, if the stadium is vacant, it makes sense to open it up, and that's exactly what the athletic department at the U of I did, uh, contacted uh, the local teams and said, hey, are you willing to move your game to Saturday? And I know there are some people out there, I know I believe for Centennial it was homecoming, and I know there were some students who were maybe a little upset that they didn't get to have their uh, homecoming game in a more traditional form on a Friday night. But again, the stadium's open, and uh, you, know, you might as well uh, give uh, the kids uh, a treat. And, uh, you know, the coaches as well, they get to be on the sidelines on a college uh, stadium. Some of them get to be up in the press box. So I'm sure they were snapping some photos as well. And uh, if it's anything uh, like a regular high school game, I'm guessing one of the dads is on PA, which now he can go brag to all his buddies, I got to do PA at Memorial Stadium. And we can say we broadcast we a game at Memorial Stadium. We broadcast a game at Memorial Stadium. Halftime. At Memorial Stadium, third quarter action between Rantoul and St. Thomas Moore, tied at 20. We'll bring you the third quarter in a moment. This is high school football. High school football on News Talk 1400 WDWS. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Tim Dittman, Kathy Reiser, our producer engineer tonight. One of just two high school football broadcasts we bring you this season. It's always at the mercy of Illinois athletic schedules as they uh, have most of the priorities throughout the season, and that's fine. But when we can bring you a couple, we do. And we will have one again on October 5th, Central against Peoria. Michael Kaiser and Evan Kahn will be on the call for that. But we are here tonight with a good football game at Memorial Stadium as we see the skyline, if you will, of Campus Town twinkling at us uh, over the north end zone bleachers. 20-20 our score between the Eagles and St. Thomas Moore. Eagles 1-3 on the season. Sabres are 2-2. Two two. Last year's record for Rantoul, just one win. It was against the St. Thomas More Sabres. While, or it's just two wins, one of which was against St. Thomas More. I, I beg your pardon. Uh, while St. Thomas More last year, uh, they ended up going just one in eight. Yeah, only victory over Olympia. Two teams that used to be in the Okaw Valley Conference are now in the Illini Prairie Conference, which was formed for last season. And, I think by most counts, has been well-received. A 10-team conference now. A lot more uh, 
territory to cover a little bit. And then same for some of the other teams in the area. They got into the new Apollo Conference. That like one Bahamut. goes all the way down to Mattoon, correct? Yeah, I think Effingham is in that too, if I recall. So some reshuffling. Which is just a fantastic name for a city, Effingham. One of the best. The Flaming Hearts, if I remember correctly. I mean, Urbana, Champagne, those are really, really, really good names. Right. But after that category, Rantoul, Savoy, St. Joseph, Tolono. I mean, those are all the upper echelon names. But then, after that, Bahamut, of course. Right. After that, then you go to Effingham. All right, the teams have taken uh, the sidelines again. It is a little, a lot more space down there than you see uh, yeah. in a little football game. It, it catches you for a moment. You go, where is everybody? Well, they're not fielding 100-man rosters. Right. By the way, Juan Aguayo, the kicker for Rantoul, was out of the locker room early and doing some practice kicks with an assistant coach. And again, he hit from 35 in warm-ups, which for high school is a good distance. So you got to wonder if maybe they're going to depend on him a little bit in the second half. Yeah, but that's with a coach, though. So can he do it without one? I'm kidding. You will just have to tune in and find out. That's <laughs> called a tease. Glad you're along with us. By the way, this uh, game tonight will be a podcast as well at our website, WDWS.com. Hello to everybody listening on the stream tonight. Perhaps fans or family of players tonight that couldn't make it to Memorial Stadium, of course, over the airwaves here as well throughout Champaign County and beyond. Sabres will boot it from south to north to start this second half, and we are tied at 20. Angelo Brown, deep for Rantoul. He stands at about his own 10, along with Kayan Cunningham. Connor Doyle is the kicker for the Sabres. Three rushing touchdowns for Rantoul, all from quarterback Angelo Brown. A fumble return, a rushing touchdown, and a passing touchdown. A more democratic spread for the Sabres with their three touchdowns. This is a little looper to the 35, caught by Brenson, and he scampers ahead about the 47-yard line. Doyle didn't put much into it, trying to see, I guess, if they could catch Rantoul napping. I just want to point out they're playing some WWE themes over the PA right now. Short you game. are a happy man. Nothing gets the crowd, up, uh, crowd pumped up more than John Cena. So Rantoul starts at their own 47 right near midfield. Here in the third quarter with 11.56 on the clock, tied at 20. Brown with the black shirt, white pants, and neon green shoes. White helmet, takes the snap, shoves his own man out of the way and surges ahead to midfield. Now breaks a tackle, spins into territory to the Sabres at the 40-yard line. A 13-yard gain and a quick first down. And Brown comes up limping a little bit. 
was walking toward the sideline, but then uh, he decided to try to walk it off, but he is favoring that left ankle. And he's stretching out his calf muscle. I think he, 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 as you said, Scott, he got tripped up at the very end there and probably just landed awkwardly. First and 10 in Sabre territory at the 40-yard line, tied at 20, third quarter opening drive for the Rantoul Eagles. A fake and a keeper for Brown to the 35. Moving right outside the hash to the 30. Into deep into territory now right on the Big Ten logo on the near side. A 20, a 15-yard gain up to the 25-yard line. And a great block there by Big 57, Nathan Lord at about the 30-yard line, creating a wall and allowing his quarterback to juke to the right and pick up another five yards. But Brown comes off the play, comes off the sideline, and the quarterback now will be Hayden Cargo. Cargo, normally a wide receiver. Here's a direct snap to the fullback, Evans, plowing his way ahead for seven yards, and... A bunch of Sabres push him back, include one leaping on top of a huddle. That was Riley Morris coming over the top. Six-yard gain there for Logan Evans. Second down and four, we're tied at 20. If that were hockey, Morris would have gone to the penalty box for a second man in penalty. Angelo Brown getting a calf muscle worked on. So Hayden Cargo staying in there as the quarterback. John Brenson, the running back. Evans, the fullback. Snapped to Cargo. Give on the end around to Storm to the 20 and kicks into the 20s to the 17-yard line, short of the first down. Gain of three. Hunter Howell on the tackle. Picks up a couple there. Third down and two. Opening drive for Rantoul. Tied at 20, 10-13 to go third quarter. Brown still getting stretched on the sideline. A man who has recorded three rushing touchdowns. Now Hayden Cargo, normally the tight end. Senior, six foot, 165. Takes on himself, moving to the right. 20, met by a hard hit. It's a draws a flag, and now he tumbles ahead to the 15-yard line. He broke off a really hard hit that may be coming up with a personal foul. Very close to the first down. Yeah, He's not getting it. They could, mark it at the 15. You could hear the crack all the way up here, five stories up. It might have been a helmet-to-helmet -helmet hit. Personal foul, and it is targeting on the Sabres. So this will move the ball into a first-and-goal situation. Yeah, it kind of goes back to the discussion you and I have had on the Illini postgame shows about the targeting rule. You know, if you're a defender, you know I get that the officials are trying to keep the kid's safety in mind, but if a ball carrier goes low, what is a defender to do? It was a hard hit. Looked Might have been a play that in past wouldn't have been anything. Joe Swinney in a tight end here for the Rantoul Eagles. Cargo is the quarterback again. Man in motion is Brenson. And the snap is to Evans. He is pushing for yards up inside the five. Three, two, all kind of a rugby scrum in there. Up near the one yard line. 
They'll mark it at the two. Or a second and goal coming up, tied at 20. Rantoul can take their second lead of the night. And Brown is standing right next to his head coach. You gotta think he's probably lobbying to get back in this ball game. Coach might be saying, we're moving the ball right now, so let's let that leg rest. Two yard line, second and goal, Cargo is the quarterback. Man in motion, Brenson Cargo on a keeper, goes straight up and into the end zone. Touchdown, Rantoul. They take the lead, 26-20 on their opening drive of the third quarter. Well, no Brown, no problem. Cargo coming in and picking up right where the starter left off. And again, Rantoul just making their money on the ground, moving the ball in chunks. That one was right between the tackles and an easy two-yard touchdown run for Hayden Cargo. No passing on that entire drive that took about three minutes exactly off the clock. 26-20, and they're going to go for two. Snap to Cargo, moving to his right, to the five, carrying a tackler, puts the arm out to the goal line, and he is short of the line to gain, short of the end zone, and the conversion comes up empty, but it's a 26-20 lead. Now for Rantoul, 8.57 in the third quarter. We're back on DWS. Rantoul now with a 26-20 lead here in the third quarter after the rushing touchdown by Hayden Cargo. Aguayo, ready to kick it towards the south here at Memorial Stadium, angling it to the near sideline at the 30. It takes a bounce and recovered by Rantoul, now inside the 20. Robert Buford caught it, untouched by anybody else. They will mark it at the 26-yard line. Buford, that's where Buford first put his hands on it. Like an onside kick, that looked like a design play, almost like a pass. It just took one bounce, and Buford recovered it. I think St. Thomas Moore was content to just let that one go out of bounds as it was just a couple of feet away from the sidelines. But Buford speeding down the field and saying, uh, if you don't want it, I'll take it. A big gift for Rantoul there. This could become a two-possession game. Give to Brenson on the end around. Flag comes out, 25-20, 15 on the far side. Now down to the 10-yard line, but this one's likely coming back. Yeah, flag in the area of holding. 14-yard game. But again, like you got to give Rantoul credit, credit for having the wherewithal, especially Buford, as it is a hold on Rantoul for Buford to see that, hey, no one was going to touch that ball, so he just went and grabbed it. 26-20, the Eagles lead. The Eagles had a two-possession lead back in the first quarter before Rantoul came back to tie it up at 14 on a five-yard five yard touchdown toss to Dominic McGreeny from Bryson Lee. Still no Angelo Brown back in the ball game. A check that he is back at quarterback, but now it is a first and 20 at the 34-yard line of the Sabres. Brown tosses, caught at the 30, to the 25, to the 20. And down at the 19-yard line on a big gainer to DeAndre Renfro on the near side. Caught there by Renfro for Rantoul. 
Little screen pass there, and Renfro getting about 10 to 15 yards Leo after the catch. Nice the job. It'll be a 15-yard gainer up to the 20-yard line. Goes for a 15-yard gain up to the 20-yard line. Second down now and four. 26-20 Rantoul leads. Snap to Brown, moving to his right, gonna throw again. Lost it towards the near sideline pylon and it's out of bounds. Brown looks to the end zone, nobody home there, falls incomplete. Intended that for Kay and Cunningham. And now third down and four. Cunningham, the intended man on the play. At the third down, 20 yard line. The completion in the last drive by Brown was his first of the night, and he just made his second one earlier. Man in motion, Brenson on the near hash. It's a keeper, and up to the 15, now to the 10, a first down and into, or close to the goal line now for Rantoul, leading 26-20. 7.42 to go in the third quarter. Brown is still limping just a touch, but if that last play is any indication, uh, he's not slowing down a bit. Mark it at the eight-yard line, first and goal. Angelo Brown with an empty backfield. Direct snap to Evans. Evans, the fullback, will get a couple of yards. Straight up the hash. Win throw off the direct snap. Gonna push his way for a couple. Second down now and goal for the Rantoul Eagles. They will mark that at the seven-yard line, officially a one-yard gain. Under seven minutes to go now in the third quarter. Rantoul knocking on the door again at the south end zone. Here at Memorial Stadium on a Saturday night. Snap to Brown, goes off left tackle to the five, cuts back inside, and he's into the end zone again. His fourth rushing touchdown of the night. This time a seven-yarder. And it's 32 to 20, Rantoul. It's turned into the battle of the quarterbacks tonight. Bryson Lee versus Angelo Brown, and Angelo Brown has had the better of the run of things lately. He's rattled off uh, one touchdown run late in the second quarter, and now one late in the third quarter to go along with the two, as you mentioned, Scott, he had earlier on in the ball game, and. Rantoul has pushed this to a two-score lead, the first two-score lead by any team tonight. A touchdown drive that took two minutes and 13 seconds. Two-point conversion attempt. Here's Brown, and he is running towards the end zone on the near side. Ball pops out, and the extra point attempt comes up empty. So it is 32-20, to a 12-point advantage. It's the largest lead of the night as well for the Eagles. Their biggest advantage prior to this was a 14-6, eight-point lead. So you mentioned the battle of the quarterbacks, Tim, but here in the third quarter, Bryson Lee has yet to touch the football after the onside kick recovered by Rantoul. Yeah, St. Thomas Moore has to respond with points here. Again, the way this one has been going, I expect it to be tight to the final whistle. But at the same time, if that ran to, excuse me, if that St. Thomas Moore offense starts to sputter, 
Rantoul could potentially put this one away as we wind down here with six minutes and change left in the third quarter. Looking at body language right now of the Sabres, they don't seem to have as much energy. Yeah, a lot of hands on hips down there. Memorial Stadium, which is the site of the state championships this year as well. Negrini is deep for the Sabres. Aguayo will give it a kick. Eagles of Rantoul, the Sabres of St. Thomas More here in Champaign. And here's the approach. And this one, kick deep to McGreeny. He feels it to the 10 on the far side, straight ahead. 20, 25, cuts back inside and is hauled down at the 27-yard line. About a 17-yard Scamper, and now a flag comes in after the whole thing's over. Two of them. Might have been some John down there. We'll start this possession first. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of pushing and shoving, so I agree with you, Scott. Somebody might have said something within earshot of an official that was on the ban list of words. Let's just put it that way. Dead ball foul. It's against Rantoul. Yeah, looked like an unsportsmanlike. So St. Thomas Moore gets a gift to start the possession here. We'll see if they can take advantage. It has been St. Thomas Moore that's been the highly penalized team tonight, but this one against Rantoul. After that, they march it up to the 37-yard line. No, a 15-yard penalty, I beg your pardon. So this is up to the 42. The Sabres will start in our own territory, one of their best starting field positions of the night. In fact, it is their best starting field position of the night. Bryson Lee to... Have the football for the first time in the third quarter. Steps back, looking to throw. Flush to his left. Evades one, evades two, evades three. Now he's going to be wrapped and spun down. Deep in for a big sack. Coming up with the sack is Sam Wines. Sam Wines. The junior. Basically. Basically well, erases that that penalty that gave him an advantage. Yep, goes for a loss of 12. Actually, more than 12. Lee hung in the pocket a little too long there. Off his left hip is Ivory Shellman. Three receivers. Snap, quick give to Shellman, and he is tackled deep for another loss. This time by 54, Corbin Lantis. We've been calling his name a few times tonight. When he gets into the backfield to blow up a play. I think if you look at the address on his driver's license, it will say the St. Thomas Moore backfield because he has been living there all night. That's about his third or fourth tackle for loss of the evening. Fantastic job tonight. Third and very long. They need 27 yards to get to the 48 of Rantoul. They're back at their own 25-yard line. Lee has converted big plays, though, here in this situation. Steps back, looking to throw. Goes for a rainbow down the right sideline. Pass broken up by the Rantoul defense. And Robert Buford intended for Riley Morris. It is fourth down, and the defense of the Eagles now starting to 
impose their will. And a great job by Rantoul there to regain the composure. A bad start to that drive with the unsportsmanlike penalty. That's just a bonehead play. You can't have that in a close game like that. But they were able to get their wits about them, play some great defense. We saw a tackle for loss there by Buford, and then that pass break up there. And now St. Thomas more punts. High snap, and the kick is off the left foot of Lee. It's short. It's fielded in Rant and in St. Thomas Morris territory, I beg your pardon, on a fair catch at the 43-yard line. Brown fair caught it, and another nice setup here for the Rantoul Eagles, leading 32-20 to with 4.48 to go in the third quarter. Rantoul, I won't say, has a chance to put this one away here because we've got a quarter-plus to play, but this one can firmly swing things in their favor, make it a three-score game if they can punch it in. So the setup here under the lights on a Saturday night at Memorial Stadium has Brown back to work out of the shotgun. Man in motion is Storm, and Brown spun to his right, looking to throw, fakes the throw along the 45. Now scampers ahead to the 40 before pushed out of bounds. Among the defenders, Jason Brown, the defensive end for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres, the sophomore, the only one. One of the only few on the defensive side for St. Thomas Moore. Yeah, St. Thomas Moore, a lot of underclassmen on this varsity squad. Again, they are building their numbers back up. 13 freshmen, five sophomores, as opposed to just one freshman and six sophomores for Rantoul. So Rantoul, upperclassmen, more upperclassmen on their squad. Gain of four for the 39-yard line, second and six for Rantoul on the move again. Into Sabre territory, direct snap to Buford. Buford ahead to the 40, now to the 35. And inside the 35, near the first down marker, that will move the chains as it gets to the 32. Seven yard gain for John, I said Buford, I beg your pardon, John Brenson. Clock continuing to move here in the third quarter, 32 to 20. Rantoul is ahead. They have had the last three scores in this ball game. All rushing touchdowns. Angelo Brown with four of them tonight. The quarterback for the Rantoul Eagles trying to pick up their second win of the year. Fresh set of downs at the 32-yard line. Here's the give to Brenson. Straight up the middle to the 30. Cuts left to the 25-20. Outside the hash near the numbers. He is finally taken down by Hummel inside the 15-yard line. A big gainer to the 12, and I think the Sabre defense team is starting to get a little winded. Yeah, the ball carrier there made two different guys miss before getting all the way into the red zone. Hummel ultimately coming up with a shoestring tackle. Could have been, a, probably was, a touchdown saving tackle. And Rantoul is knocking on the door once again, and I agree with you, Scott. Uh, St. Thomas Moore defense uh, just looking a little gassed out there. Brenson with a 20-yard gain to set up first and 10 at the 12-yard line, and a 12-yard 12-point lead. Here is the give to Brenson. Cuts back inside. Makes something out of nothing. Yanked down at the 10-yard line by three Sabres. Second down coming up. A 12-point lead. 32-20. to The Eagles are up. Market at the 9, so make it a 3-yard gain. Scott Beatty, Tim Dittman with you. Robert Hart coming in now for the Eagles as they change up personnel on this drive. 
Started at the Rantoul 43. And they're in deep in the red zone now at the nine yard line. Snap to Cargo in at quarterback. Cargo angling right to the five, and he is hauled down. He spins his way though, not before he keeps the legs moving and making everybody work there to try and bring him down including John Sexton. Close to the first down. It is marked as a first down at the two-yard line, so it'll be first and goal here for Rantoul, where they have been so much tonight. No Angelo Brown on the sideline, continuing to get looked at. Yep, back on the sideline, stretching out that, uh, looks like that right hamstring. Under two minutes to go for the third quarter. 12-point advantage for Rantoul. Trying to punch it in again on the south end zone here at Memorial Stadium. Cargo, the backup quarterback, man in motion his heart. Direct snap, here's Cargo, takes, fakes to the right, moves to the left, goes right on in, untouched to the end zone, touchdown Rantoul, and they've busted it open, 38 to 20. Cargo's second touchdown of the night, both of them from about the same distance out, and St. Thomas Moore now behind the eight ball big time as it's a three score lead by the Eagles looking to big uh, pick up a big uh, Illini Prairie win on the big stage tonight and Rantoul has certainly come alive here in this second half. Well, this game was tied at 20 at halftime but now has the feel of the game that last year Rantoul just kept running over St. Thomas Moore. They're going to go for two. Might try and make this a 20 point Whistle advantage before the snap. A timeout called by Rantoul. Their first of the second half, leading 38 to 20 before a two point conversion attempt. Not something you see incredibly often. Four touchdown runs tonight for Angelo Brown. The starting quarterback and the backup quarterback, Hayden Cargo, who's also the tight end, has run for two touchdowns. Last week, Rantoul mustered just 53 total yards of offense. Yep, lost to Monticello 50 to nothing. And again, part of that is because Monticello is just a very, very good team. But the first first down for Rantoul in that ball game last week came with six minutes left in the game. So they didn't pick up a first down until midway through the fourth quarter. That just tells you what kind of night it was. They've certainly reversed their fortune tonight. All right, after the timeout, they'll come back out to the south end of the field and try a two-point conversion. Cargo is the quarterback. Evans the fullback. He takes the direct snap. Evans trying to leg his way to the end zone. He is short of the goal line and another missed extra point attempt. That Evan has been common tonight. No 38-20 though, Rantoul starting to take control of this one. 138 left in the third quarter. We're back in a moment on DWS. Rantoul up now 38-20. Aguayo on the approach and will kick it deep. Towards Ivory Shellman, it bounces at the 12. Shellman picks it up straight ahead on the numbers on the far side, and he's wrestled down at the 20-yard line where St. Thomas Moore will try to respond. 
And that ball just died when it hit the ground. It hit, and Shelvin's you would expect it to continue to bounce third. south. It bounced completely up, and, on the south and Shelman had to run up. You know, he was caught off guard and had to run up and get it. And that gave Rantoul a couple extra seconds to get downfield. So uh, a bounce of the ball goes Rantoul's way, and uh, St. Thomas Moore now has 80 yards to travel. Second deepest start of the night for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. So, yeah, a long march ahead of them to try and get to the north end of the end zone, trailing by 18 points. Might be time to go to the air. Empty backfield for Bryson Lee. You can do it both through the air and on the ground. The commit for Idaho. And he drops back, and he is going to be sacked inside the five-yard line on a blitz from Rantoul. Lee Guess who again? Corbis Lanton back there. Lantis, excuse me. Lantis and DeAndre Renfro. And DeAndre Renfro deep also. In we're deep Big in the Sabre backfield. And Bryson Lee just not ready to get rid of the football quick enough. Yeah, that was the situation where he was just snowed under almost immediately and really didn't have time to even see where his targets were downfield. And uh, just... Unfortunately, slid further and further back, and they ultimately spotted him down at the five, but by the time he was on his backside, he actually slid all the way to the goal line. So they mark it at the five. Loss of 15. Second and 25 from the five. Quick give to Shellman. Nova fake, and Lee will keep it himself. Spins all the way out to the 20. Now up the sideline, 25-30. Got one man to beat, and he's pushed out of bounds. A first down, and once again, Bryson Lee working some magic as Joe Swinney may have saved that from being a long touchdown run. 34-yard gain for Lee, and how many times have we seen him do that tonight? They go negative yardage, and Lee makes it up himself. That time atoning for, well, you could say it was his mistake, or I guess maybe you could say it was his offensive line's mistake, but we won't try to lay blame anywhere. Either way, it was a fantastic run there by Lee. At halftime, they'd carried the ball 15 times for 14 yards net. Bryson Lee there with a 34-yard gainer and a fresh set of downs, trailing by 18 points against the Rantoul Eagles. Sabres from their own 39. Lee being chased again. Now he unfurls, throws it deep. It's nearly picked off, batted down. Batted down by DeAndre Renfro again. again the pressure on Lee. We're going to hit Kelton. Uh, Robert Buford, I bet, I beg your pardon. They're uh, defending the pass. Lee threw off his back foot and didn't get enough into it. Yeah, Rantoul blitzing once again there. They are intent on putting as much pressure on Bryson Lee as they can. It is an offensive line made up primarily of upperclassmen, but Rantoul starting to find all the holes in it. Second down and 10 now after the incompletion from their own 39. And they mix up the package of tight end again is Parker Jackson. Off right hip is the running back, Shellman, and he takes the give. Off to high snap, turns the corner, cuts up near midfield. to be at the 46-yard line. Short of the high first snap, down, third down on the way. 62, Jose Villa makes the stop. Jose Villa made the stop as time will expire here on the third quarter. And Rantoul leads 38-20. to but St. Thomas Moore has the football at the 45-yard line when we come back. Stay with us, high school football on DWS. All 
All right, they flip, field, they flip the field, and the Sabres now going north to south for the final quarter of this one. 12 minutes to go in this ball game. Rantoul 38, St. Thomas Moore 20. And someone doesn't have a helmet. That is Bryson Lee. Does, of all the people you would want to have a helmet, you would want Bryson Lee to well, have a helmet. He has a helmet. He had to take it off. Right. Some sort of issue going on down there. It is third down and four from the 45-yard line of the Sabres. And Rantoul has imposed their will here entirely in the third quarter, but now into the fourth quarter. A drive that began back at the 20-yard line. Got pushed back to the five, is now up to the 45 of Sabre territory. Trying to get across midfield and get their first score of the second half. Empty backfield again for Bryson Lee. From the left hash, going left to right, low snap, picks it up, quick out. It is caught, caught by Shellman across midfield, good for a first down. Shouldered out of bounds at the 47-yard line of Rantoul. Now a late flag. And those have been too frequent tonight. See what the transgression is. It's a personal foul. It is on Rantoul. You got me on that one. I, I didn't see any sort of late hit or anything they of that nature. Did not indicate unsportsmanlike conduct. Now he makes the signal for a personal foul. Just to make sure we saw it. Yeah. The can only surmise a late hit. Yeah, the PA announcer just announced it as a late hit. I, at the end of the play, I, it didn't feel like to me it was a late hit, but we're five stories up. 18-point so. lead for Rantoul, but it puts St. Thomas Moore at the 32-yard line. Lee, pump fake, steps back, throws towards the end zone. Got a man open. Riley Morris, wide open, touchdown. Lightning quick. The Sabres pick up six on the first touchdown toss of the night. Second touchdown toss of the night, that is, from Bryson Lee. This one for 32 yards. Morris collects his fourth touchdown reception of the season. Morris just got into the second level past the secondary, and he was wide open in that bright orange end zone. Perfectly lofted pass, hit the target, and St. Thomas Moore back in business here. They're going to go for two to try to make this a 10-point game. Lee, quick out into the flat, caught for the two-pointer two by Dominic Magrini. And it's a 10-point game so just like that. St. Thomas Moore very capable of quick scoring. 11.38 left in the third quarter. 38-28, Rantoul leads, and this is high school football on DWS. Sabres kick off after the touchdown. They attempt the onside kick, but Rantoul is there to field it on a second hop. One of the up men got it for the Rantoul Eagles, and they will get the ball at midfield. St. Thomas Moore trying their hand at an onside kick, and it comes up empty. 38-28 Rantoul leads. Looks like Luke Zek, number 28, fell on that one at the 49-yard line, Rantoul's own 49. Not a bad idea there by St. Thomas Moore. Got to make something happen. Now they're going to have to get the stop uh, the old-fashioned way here on defense. 
So Angelo Brown, who's been in and out here in the second half with leg troubles, is back in as the starting quarterback, and he's run for four touchdowns, and it's a bad snap right off the chest. The Sabres say they have it. And it is a Sabre football after the fumble by Rantoul. Penalties tonight have been the problem for the Sabres, but three now fumbles for Rantoul. Angelo Brown was just not ready for that. The center either snapped it too soon or there was some sort of miscommunication error. And yeah, you're right, Scott. It was like there was a bullseye right on Brown's chest. It hit him right in the chest, fell to the turf. St. Thomas Moore popped on it. Just a terrible mistake by Rantoul. But the 48-yard line now of Rantoul in a 10-point ball game. Lee on a quick out. This is Dominic McGreeny working ahead for four or five yards on the left side. It'll give him five to the 43. Last drive for St. Thomas Moore, capped by a 32-yard touchdown pass to Riley Morris. Sabres trailing by 10. They can make it a one-possession game if they can score on this drive. Lee out of the shotgun with Shellman in the backfield off his right hip. Two receivers near side, one split out to the far side. Tight end is Parker Jackson. Eagles show blitz, then they back off. Bryson Lee with time in the pocket, all kinds of time. Now steps and throws deep, deep into the near the 10-yard line, overshot his man Riley Morris, and a flag as well. Flag down at the line of scrimmage. Looking for that home run ball once again to Morris that we saw last possession. That one was floated over his head by a good two feet. And we will will hear now it is a Rantoul face mask. That'll be costly. So that'll be... It's either the 5 or the 15-yarder, right? I think I heard someone say it's going to be the 15-yarder, and yet one of the officials is moving the ball all the way down to the 28-yard line. And now another – oh, I beg your pardon. I I thought he was throwing another flag, but he was just throwing it back to his partner. Faked me out there. 28-yard line, first and 10, 38-28, Rantoul leads. St. Thomas Moore with the ball, empty backfield, Lee. Circling left, being chased. Lee unloads, throws it, caught at the six-yard line. This time by Ivory Shellman. He'll mark at the eight, and maybe a little bit. He may have been short change there on the mark, but a bullet thrown there to Ivory Shellman on the far side. And it's first and goal at the eight-yard line for St. Thomas Moore. And Shellman had to come back to get one, get that one. Nice job. 10.26 to go here in the ball game. Sabres trying to rally back after being down by 18. They're trailing by 10 here, first and goal. Soft snap, quick throw into the end zone. Overshot his man intended for Parker Jackson. Yeah, Jackson's 6'4", the tallest guy on this uh, St. Thomas Moore squad, but he needed a few more inches as if he was going to go get that one. That one was over his head by a a wide margin. Block showing 10-10. It's second down and eight now. Second and goal, that is, from the eight-yard line. Lee has tossed a touchdown pass tonight. A, A pair of them, I beg your pardon. Shellman in the backfield now. Man coming in motion is Kelton to the near side. Nobody to the far side. Lee with time. Quick step. Now steps up. Man on his back. Man tries to pull him down, and another one will finally get him. 
66, Sammy Paez. Hits him for a sack, but guess what? Another flag on the field. St. Thomas Moore signaling as if it's against Rantoul. We will await the signal. Possibly a late hit. If this is a late hit against, oh, we're gonna say face, face mask. mask. The second face mask penalty against Rantoul this drive. If that's the case, it'd be another half the distance to the goal, and that would put them at the four. I think they mark it from where the sack happens, so they'll put it at the 10-yard line after the penalty. Where Rantoul has played a very disciplined game up to this point. A couple of costly face masks on this drive. Second and goal at the 10. Lee keeping it himself, cuts left, flag down, and he's tripped. No gain, maybe a loss of one. But this is a hold on St. Thomas Moore. And so now they will get pushed back to the 20. Rantoul will certainly accept this. 9.41 to go in the ball game. Rantoul leads by 10, 38-28. So this will be spotted at the 21-yard line, 22. 10-yard mark off to the 22, still second down. Second and goal for St. Thomas. Second and a long goal at the 22-yard line. Clock starting to move, 9.40 to go in the ball game. Lee calls for the ball, steps back, up in the pocket, throws on a slant, caught by a diving Riley Morrison, Lee pops back in, out, and a flag comes in. Looks like it'll be interference. Riley Morris is on his back and a little slow to get up. He is going to be all right. That was another thread-the-needle type pass there by uh, Bryson Lee in between two defenders hitting Morris, who has become his pass favorite target tonight. And it is a pass interference call against Rantoul. Bang, bang, play down there near the end zone. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Would have been a superb catch if he held on to it. You know, now the ball is up to the 11. So still second and goal after three straight penalties. Alternating between teams at the 11-yard line now. Lee changing the play at the line of scrimmage. Now he gets the snap, rushes on. He rolls to the left, looking for a man. It throws to the end zone, diving attempt. And the ball is Lee caught. No, incomplete. Looking to Conflicting hit signals it was intended for McGreeny. The officials took a moment there to confer, and it was third and goal after the incompletion. And yeah, McGreeny... Uh, Held up the ball as if to say he caught it, but I think it hit the turf and then bounced into his hands. And uh, there was uh, one uh, linesman there on the far side who was right on top of it. Ten-point advantage for Rantoul. The Sabres try to make this a one-score game. Bryson Lee has tossed two touchdowns already. Third and goal. And now another stoppage in play. Timeout, Rantoul. As Rantoul takes a timeout with nine minutes even on the clock. Rantoul is down to one timeout. Remember that if it gets to be close at the end of the ball game. Rantoul's second charge timeout of the second half. Big uh, couple of plays coming up here for St. Thomas Moore. If you want to stay in this one, you got to punch it in here. 
given uh, how Rantoul's offense has really been clicking in this second half. Fumbles have been uh, huge. Three lost balls for Rantoul in this ball game. Meanwhile, St. Thomas Moore has been penalized quite a bit. Rantoul has gained quite a lot of yardage on the ground. At halftime, they had not completed a pass. Six rushing touchdowns in this one for the Eagles. All right, here we go after the timeout. Third down and 11. Third down and goal, that is, from the 11. Empty backfield. Mason Lee takes a low snap. Quick throw towards the middle. Caught by Jackson at the goal line. Tumbles forward for a touchdown for the Sabres. And St. Thomas Moore is right back in it. 11-yard strike to Parker Jackson, his first touchdown reception of the year. Third touchdown pass of the day for Bryson Lee. And the big tight end Jackson has been a big factor tonight, and good to see him finally find pay dirt there. Just an easy route over the middle. Bryson Lee has been uh, doing a lot of those on this drive, those quick bullet passes over the middle, and good timing there with Jackson, who turned around and made the catch and dove in. Two-point conversion attempt on the snap to Lee. Steps up all the way back to the 15. Now runs to his right, up to the 10. Throws to the end zone, and it's caught. Shellman with the two-point conversion, and that makes it a two-point ball game. That's Ivory Shellman. 38-36 the score. With 8.54, got a good one going. Stay with us. It's high school football on DWS. Tale of two quarterbacks tonight, one doing it all with his legs, another one doing it a lot with his arm. And now it's just a two-point ball game. Rantoul leads St. Thomas Moore to kick off, and St. Thomas Moore boots it deep into Rantoul territory. Angelo Brown catches at the 15 to the 25, angling to the near side, 30, 35, outside the numbers, 40. Siptoes out of bounds at the 43-yard line with a little push as well from the Sabres. That'll be good field position for Rantoul, leading by two. John Sexton pushing him out of bounds there for St. Thomas Moore. 8.44 to go in this ball game in the final quarter. Rantoul had an 18-point lead. It's now been whittled to two. Angelo Brown, the quarterback for the Eagles, is walking gingerly but is in the ball game. He has seen... Attention quite a bit on the sideline off and on. It was a 29-yard return by Brown. Unmistakable neon shoes for Angelo Brown. Man in motion is Brenson. Brown on the keeper. Moves to his right. Cross midfield to the 45. To the 40. Breaks free. He's going to go. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Rantoul. And Angelo Brown with a flag though, may get this one called back, but if it holds, it'll be a 44-36 lead. And a Rantoul player is down in the area of the flag. Don't see who it is as there's several players gathered around and members of the St. Thomas Moore uh, training staff show a sportsmanship block there. Block in the back. Now the block in the back call, okay. Holding the call against Rantoul. Well, so a double whammy there, an injury and a uh, call that will negate the touchdown. And again, we don't have a, we just 
Uh, we're told it was Hennigan, I believe, is the name they said. Yeah, and he is lying face down. Yeah, he he uh, he took a hard hit and um, he got up immediately and was 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 grimacing. You know, his body language was not good. And then he collapsed back down to the turf, and like you said, Scott, that's where he uh, is. You know, he's moving; his extremities are moving. But whatever uh, calamity he has suffered, uh, it's obviously causing him a lot of pain. We'll take a timeout. Eight thirty-two to go. This one's coming back. No touchdown. Thirty-eight thirty-six. Rantoul leads St. Thomas Moore. High school football here on DWS. I'm Tim Holcher. Have a great. After the holding penalty, it'll be first and seven. Direct snap to Angelo Brown. He is cutting to the left, up the hash at the 50, crosses midfield, but pulled down hard by the St. Thomas Moore Saber. And I want to correct myself. It was Jacob Menega, the injured player for Rantoul. I thought I heard Hannigan over the PA. It was actually Jacob Menega, the uh, junior wide receiver slash defensive back. He was able to walk off the field under his own power, so that's good to see. John Gibis with the stop. Avery Hughes looks a little shaken up. We'll stay in the ball game on the defensive side for the St. Thomas Moore Sabres. Two-point lead for Rantoul. They have the ball right at midfield. It is second down and four to go. Here's the give to Brenson. Brenson's got the first down. And a little bit extra as well to the 43-yard line of St. Thomas Moore. Chad Kelton wrapping him up at the ankles there for St. Thomas Moore. As the clock continues to tick here under eight minutes, you got to think if Rantoul punches this in and takes some time off the clock, St. Thomas Moore is going to be on their heels big time. But we shall see if if this game has been any indication. There hasn't been a ton of sustained drives, a lot of penalties and a lot of uh, giveaways. Some lead changes and an 18-point lead at one point for Rantoul. It's now just down to two, first and ten from the 43. In St. Thomas Moore territory. Brown nearly lost the football. He's in trouble deep in the backfield, and it'll be shoved down by a pair. Jason Brown, Brown along with Trevor Hummel, tied him up for a loss. 7-10 to go, and now it'll be second down and long. Loss of three on the play. Leon Cunningham back in for this package with Rantoul. They've largely run the ball tonight, as is their M.O. under second-year head coach Tom Hess. It's a pair of second-year head coaches squaring off, and they know each other well. And here is a give sniffed out in the backfield again. Brenson will have nowhere to go. Forward progress stop. A loss back to midfield. And John Gibis, we call his name again. receives the handoff and is received in the backfield. That'll go for a big loss. Third down and 17 on tap here for Rantoul. All the way back to midfield for the All on the orange block eye here at Memorial Stadium. For this Illini Prairie Conference showdown. Snap to Brown, going to keep it himself, moving to his right. Looks to throw, off his back foot, lofts it. Out of reach of everybody, and it's fourth down from midfield for Rantoul. They lead by two with 5.55 to go, and a decent chance here that St. Thomas Moore will get the ball back to try and take the lead. Buckle up. This one could get very interesting. 
Last punt for Rantoul came back in the second quarter after a three and out. They're right at midfield. Could be four down territory, but Angelo Brown aligned Brown to kick it away. Drop back in punt formation for Rantoul. And the deep man here is Ivory Shellman. Shellman deep for STM. For St. Thomas More, he stands at the 10-yard line. Not much win tonight. A bad snap. Brown loses it. Now he picks it up. He'll be taken down deep. He laterals it. And that man is wrapped up at the 34-yard line. St. Thomas More in business. Dangerous uh, decision there by Brown. That could have easily been a scoop and score for St. Thomas More, but he was able to get it to one of his teammates. I don't quite see the number down there. I believe that was number three, Brenson, who he just did the underhand shovel pass to, and by the time Brenson caught it, a St. Thomas More defender was right in his breadbasket. Now St. Thomas More at the Rantoul 35, a chance to take the lead. You could call it a turnover on downs or a fumble and recovery, however you want to look at it, but it's the fourth fumble of the night. And it has the function of a turnover. From the 35-yard line with 5.43 to go, a score of any kind would put St. Thomas Moore ahead, and Shellman gets the carry straight up the gut for a yard or two. St. Thomas Moore's last lead came at the 6.05 mark of the second quarter when Bryson Lee punched it in, then it was 20-14. to 14. Ever since then, it has been all Rantoul. They've scored four times. St. Thomas Moore has scored twice. A gain of one, second down and nine, 38-36. Rantoul with the lead. St. Thomas Moore with the ball in... In Eagle territory. Play action. Lee chased to his right. Running at the 40. To head to the 35-30. And spins out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Good for a first down for the Sabres. With under five minutes to go. Rantoul fans and the coaching staff just beside themselves. Bryson Lee employing multiple stutter steps on that play, was able to get by two or three defenders. How many times have we seen him do that tonight? And St. Thomas Moore remains alive on this drive, knocking on the door of the red zone. Darned if you do, darned if you don't when you go after Bryson Lee in the backfield because he is so good at eluding pressure. Yep, you might as well just uh, give up on blitzing and just cover the receivers. I see your point. Reminds me a bit of when you try to tackle Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't usually bode well, even though you've done your work to get in the backfield. High snap, Lee rolling left, chasing, spins back right, unloads, throws to the end zone, and it's just past the reach of Ivory Shellman, who was ahead of his defender. Got behind his defender, Cameron Rome. Second down, coming up, thank you, Scott, on the coverage. From the 23-yard line, just outside the red zone. Lee tonight has thrown for three touchdown passes. Up to eight on the season in that category. 4.48 for the ball game. Play action. Lee 
Moving to his left at the 25. Flag comes in, spins at the 20, and is shoved back. This may be moving St. Thomas more back further than what just happened there. And we have an injured Rantoul player in the backfield. 4.37 left in this ballgame. Two-point lead for Rantoul. Still awaiting the penalty call. Flag on the play. Holding on St. Thomas Moore. And in the meantime, concern for an injured Rantoul Eagle. Two-point lead for Rantoul, looking for their second win of the season. For what it's worth, wind is uh, swirling a little bit up here on the fifth level, but as I look at the flags down at the field level, not a whole lot of uh, wind down there. Of course, you know, if it were a swirling wind, that would affect Bryson Bryce Lee through the air, but that appears to not be a concern right now. After the hold, the ball will be at the 33. Next week, St. Thomas Moore will get the winless BCC squad. Yeah, and that's a rare down year for Central Catholic. They usually have very good teams, perennial uh, state championship contenders. Well. St. Thomas, or rather, uh, Rantoul will face the one in four IVC squad. The Gray Ghosts. Great name. Alum of uh, Zach McAllister, Major League Baseball. Out of Chillicothe. That's right. Right on the river there near Peoria. Zach McAllister, I think, spent some time with the Yankees. Dylan Tadasek is the man being assisted off the field. He's walking on his own power, and that is good to see. Yep, senior linebacker. Second down and 19 upcoming for St. Thomas Moore from the 33. On the 33-yard line, the Sabres need the 13 for a first down, so second and 20. Rantoul leads the Sabres 38-36, 4.37 to go here in the fourth quarter. And Memorial Stadium, Rantoul showing blitz. Bad snap, it's low. Lee picks it up, has three men in his face, going to throw down the left sideline. Man bumps into his intended receiver, but no flag called as Morris could not make a, an attempt on an underthrown ball, and the receiver had some contact. Yeah, St. Thomas Moore coaching staff throws their hands oh, in the air immediately as if to say, where's the pass interference call? And uh, you and I saw the contact pretty clearly from up here, but the officials deeming not egregious enough to get the laundry out. That was intended for Trevor Hummel, third down, now and 20. And I think it was a catchable ball. As you mentioned, Scott, it was a little underthrown. Lee was under duress, but as such, we play on here. Lee has been converting long third downs all night. Here's the snap, and the throw up the slant, caught by Morris at the 10 to the 5, and he is going to be wrestled at the 3, surges ahead, extends the ball, touchdown! Sabres with the lead, Riley Morris would not give up, had three men wrapping him up, kept his forward momentum, and finally extended the ball across the goal line, and the Sabres lead for the first time since the first quarter. 4.08 to go, and that is good for a 33-yard touchdown toss. Morris with his second catch of the night for a six. Unbelievable effort there by Morris. 
caught it at about the 10 yard line, scampered to the five. That's where he was met by about three black jerseys and he just kept going and going and going with about 250 pounds attached to him and dove across the end zone. 42-38, now Lee with the keeper is trying to also wrestle his way into the goal line and he is short of the two point conversion and it's a four point ball game. St. Thomas Moore regains the lead. 80 points on the board between these two teams. St. Thomas Moore with the four point advantage. Back in a moment with the conclusion on DWS. Squib kick from St. Thomas Moore. Flag comes in on the kickoff, picked up by the Eagles at the 20 by an up man. Now cutting back 25-30, 35-40. Far sideline, cutting back inside across midfield, 45-40. And inside the 40-yard line, we'll see what the flag's about. But a big return by Hayden Cargo, the backup quarterback, and also the tight end for the Rantoul Eagles who are trailing by four. The flag was thrown immediately after the kickoff. Which might indicate, indicate offsides by the kicking Sexton team. and Peacock on the stop, there is a flag down. I would think if you're Rantoul, you'd decline that, right? Yeah, after that big gainer. And it is against... Sideline warning. It is a sideline warning against Rantoul. First and 10 from the STM. So that, uh, I think maybe some players or some coaches got a little too excited on the kickoff. That's my best guess. We were obviously watching the ball and not the sideline. 3.51 for the ball game, and now Rantoul playing from behind with a deficit of four. All right, so as it goes, it is a sideline warning, so they don't move the ball. It is still at the uh, 39. Last score for Rantoul came in the third quarter. Direct snap here to Angelo Brown, quarterback. Cuts back inside, 35-30. Ankle tackle from behind, and he's right at the first down marker. That'll move the sticks at the 29-yard line. Powell on the stop for STM. So Angelo Brown, the quarterback, and I said direct snap. It's usually right to the quarterback. Was not to a running back, but Brown functions like one. 3.37 to go. Rantoul trailing by four. Direct snap this time to Brenson. Off tackle left side inside the 25-yard line and in a scrum there. At to the 23-yard line. Six-yard gain. Get across the 25, picks up about six on the play. Clock continues one to run, 3.15 now. Don't forget, Rantoul with one timeout. St. Thomas Moore has all three. From the 23. On the near hash, moving towards the north end zone. Rantoul Eagles' last touchdown came on a Hayden Cargo two-yard run. Cargo and Brown have counted for all six touchdowns tonight for the Eagles here at Memorial Stadium. Quick give on an end around. This is Storm inside the 20. We'll have the first down. Ball wrestled away by St. Thomas Moore. They're going to run it back. One man to beat. And that man brings down with a flag coming in. Brings down Chad Kelton, who just arm wrestled that ball out of the arms of Will Storm. Avery Hughes did that earlier. In fact, in the first drive of the game for Rantoul. They lost the ball that way. Rantoul trailing now here loses the football to another fumble. And 42-38 lead here for St. Thomas Moore with 2.41 to go. Ball on the 45 of Rantoul. After that big run back, 
and a touchdown saving tackle and now another late flag. I, I believe the call was face mask against Rantoul and then I think Tom Hess is gonna get whistled for a unsportsmanlike because he was John with the officials. And that is an unsportsmanlike against Rantoul. So St. Thomas Moore is gonna get really, really good field position here. 241 remaining. And Ball was at the 45-yard line. That is just a bad, bad turn of events for Rantoul. Had a chance to ice this one. Well, I say ice. I say retake the lead and then potentially hold on and get the victory. But now it is St. Thomas Moore football at the Rantoul 15-yard line. After that run back after the strip and then two penalties, the face mask and the unsportsmanlike on the head coach. They had to put it at the fifth. 30 yards of penalties there. My, oh, my, St. Thomas Moore at the 15-yard line. What a turn of events here. 2.41 to go. Lee under center. Lee give to Shellman. Shellman will get maybe Shelman's 18 inches. Trying to go off tackle right up in the middle of the field now. Again, Rantoul does have... Just one timeout, Tim, as you pointed out. St. Thomas Moore would be happy here to just keep running the ball. Second and nine now from the 14. And just hold on to it, which has been tough this game for both teams. But four losses of the football for Rantoul. A give again to Shellman, off tackle. Diving ahead to the 10-yard line, gain of four. Third down and five. This is the most conservative you'll see St. Thomas Moore in their play calling. And Rantoul just spent their last time out. 151 in the ball game. Rantoul deep in territory. And then Will Storm lost the ball from Chad Kelton. It just took the ball out of his arms. Avery Hughes did that as well for St. Thomas Moore on Rantoul's first possession of the ball game. Well, if this uh, if this uh, score holds and if St. Thomas Moore pulls this one out, I mean, you just said it a minute ago, Scott, Rantoul's giveaways are going to be the, uh, the story of the game here tonight. I mean, they played a, a good game offensively, four giveaways. Other than those four giveaways, they played a really good game offensively. Yeah, I don't know statistically do you call them fumbles or not because two of them, the ball never touched the ground. Right. He just said, hey, give me that. <laughs> That'll be mine now. Nathan Watson and Tom Hess have some connections that go back to Eastern Illinois days. And now Watson, by the way, the only uh, coach at Urbana to ever win a playoff game. That's where he was before St. Thomas More. He was across town. All right, here we go. Third down and five at the 10. And Lee will bootleg to the left, to the 10. Angling inside, five. Lee to the touch, to the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, St. Thomas Moore. A 10-yard touchdown run for a 10-yard advantage, 10-point advantage now. It's 48-38, St. Thomas Moore. St. Thomas Moore, 48, Rantoul, 38. And the Rantoul sideline just very deflated right now. A minute 43 to go. Rantoul was on the march before that turnover. 
Two-point attempt coming up. Under center is Lee, Ivory Shellman. It's a fake pitch, Lee rolling to the left. Defender in his face, throws to the end zone, caught! Two-point conversion is good, and here's a flag. Lee has got an incredible arm. Flag I mean, just in. a real quick throwing motion, and he can throw that bullet and hit a target that's streaking across. And, and we uh, may have an illegal receiver here. Illegal receiver downfield. So I guess they'll wipe that conversion off the board. Would have made it 50 to 38 with a minute 43, and Rantoul would have had no timeouts. They still will have no timeouts. Yep, and it is still a two-possession game, two-score game. But the conversion here would be icing on the cake for St. Thomas Moore. It would force them to Rantoul to have to score two touchdowns and in about 103 seconds, but and now a timeout is called by St. Thomas Moore. Yeah, as you've pointed out a couple times, Scott, Rantoul led this ball game by 18. That was their largest lead, 38 to 20, 138 in the third quarter. And since then, it has been four St. Thomas Moore scores unanswered. The definition of resiliency right there. And four fumbles have caused problems tonight for Rantoul. This ball game is a little bit less than three hours old here on News Talk 1400. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman with you. One of two high school football games we're bringing you this year. Another one will be Central and Peoria on October 5th from Tommy Stewart Field and their new surface over there. Part of the whole referendum and renovations. Yep, and very nice facility. Upgrades. Central will soon have their own field at McKinley in a few years. Two receivers far side, one to the near, running back off the left hip is Hummel of Bryson Lee as they look to try and convert the two-point conversion from the eight-yard line, throw to the end zone. This is caught again. And same man again. There's that man again, Parker Jackson. Big number 88. It's 50 to 38. Talk about a shootout. St. Thomas Moore has, yeah. I was just going to say their fans are making a lot of noise right now, and rightfully so. And they have capitalized and turned four. Rantoul fumbles into four touchdowns. And it does not take a deep analytical mind to know that that's the big difference in this ballgame. And as you pointed out, Scott, you know, part of that is on Rantoul, but part of that you got to give credit to St. Thomas Moore because a couple of those were just literally stripping it right out of the hands of the Rantoul ball carrier. The first one we saw and the last one we saw both fell into that category, where the St. Thomas Moore defender just literally grabbed it and ran the other direction. So that's being aggressive on defense. Give St. Thomas Moore a lot of credit there. All right, Connor Doyle. Trying to lay into this one. The approach, and over end boot. Angelo Brown will watch it roll out of bounds on the far sideline. Smartly did that, so no time would expire. And Rantoul here, Basically needs a quick score 
An onside kick recovery and another score. To try to erase a 12-point deficit with a minute 43 to go here in the ball game. So they're looking for a miracle at Memorial Stadium. And I think they're going to make them re-kick it. They declined like. it, or have the uh, they have the option re-kick five yards back. Yeah, I guess they have the option to either take the field position or have them re-kick, and they're opting to have them re-kick. Maybe they want to set up a return for a touchdown, possibly. See Holly Stalkup uh, down there, director of uh, events for football games here at Memorial Stadium. Does an outstanding job. She knows those operations inside and out. She does a really good job, like you said. Here is the re-kick. It's a line drive squig. Fielded at the 35 to the 40. 45. And out of bounds at the 48-yard line. Up man there, Joe Swinney. About a 13-yard gainer. Well, you got to think uh, Rand Tool here is you know, going to try to do some out routes to the sideline, pick up you know yards and 10, 12 chunks, and then maybe take a shot toward the end zone. And then, like you said, Scott, you'd have to get an onside kick recovery and then do the same thing over again in the course of 90 seconds. No timeouts as they trail by seven or by twelve. I that's, beg your pardon. That's going to make it even harder. No timeouts. And now the the ask here of the offense is to do something they really haven't been doing all night, and that is throwing the ball a lot. They've been very effective on the ground. Here's a direct snap. Brenson across midfield, fifty to the forty-five. Inside there to the 44, pick up of eight. Robert Hart on the carry for Rantoul. I checked that Hart Here's on the eight. game. Well, Rantoul doesn't seem to be in any major hurry here. Minute 18, clock moving. So they right. are, I guess, banking on, you know, maybe finding a hole and breaking a touchdown here from 44 out. Brenson has been the back, but this one is Hart. Here's a fake give on the reverse. And now Brown shovels it over on the right side to number four, who is hauled down for the first down at 38. But clock continues to move. And that is Cameron Rome, I believe, with his first carry of the night to the 38. First down. And it'll stop the clock momentarily. Under a minute left. While they move the chains. Connor Doyle on the stop there for St. Thomas Moore. Now 50 seconds and going. You're right, the hurry-up mode is not that quick here for Rantoul. They, they, they huddled on that. Snap to Brown. Brown looking to throw. Goes deep to the left side. And in a 50-50 ball is wrestled into the arms of Chad Kelton, but it's called incomplete, out of bounds. So either way, whoever came up with that would have been out of bounds. 33 seconds and second and 10 coming up. 50 to 38. Not a St. bad Thomas Moore lead. Not a bad idea there by Brown. As you gotta start picking up yards and chunks somehow here. In the back of my mind, I gotta think maybe Rantoul is just kind of waving the white flag. I don't know. 33 seconds to go in the ball game. Rantoul down by 12 points. Hard in the backfield for Rantoul. 
Snap, Brown steps up under pressure, evades a tackle, and then tripped. May have tripped himself at the 36-yard line. 24 seconds, clock moving. Tackle made by Hunter Howell, got a hand on him. It is third down. With an assist from the turf monster. Yeah. 20 seconds remaining. The 36-yard line, 12 seconds. Now 10. Brown with the snap. Brown off the back foot, throws left. Kelton will be there for the interception. A flag, though, with a second to go on the clock. Now the clock, runs out. clock goes Ball. to zero. Intercepted, flag coming in. Kelton a little banged up there. Well, let's see how this gets sorted out. St. Thomas Moore, a couple of the players saying, believe they have won the ball game. I think the flag is inconsequential at this point. I mean, Rantoul can't get 12 points on one play. Right. You can't end the game on a defensive penalty, but pass interference, it's offensive pass interference. It is an interception for Kelton, and the game is over. 50-38, to 38, the final. St. Thomas Moore storms back. They were once trailing by 18 points. They win this one by 12 as the two teams meet at the 50-yard line of Memorial Stadium. Rantoul was up 38 to 20. One minute and 38 seconds remaining in the third quarter. St. Thomas Moore rattles off four unanswered scores. Incredible resilience by Coach Nathan Watson and his squad. A team that we said pregame only had 22 players on the squad last year, including zero seniors. This year their numbers are up and they get a very important third win on the quest to five and get that playoff berth. They are going to remember this one for a long time under the lights of Memorial Stadium. And they're above 500 for the first time this season as they move to three and two, joining the upper half of the records in the Illini Prairie Conference. That would uh, put them tied for, uh, well, you've got two teams at five and oh, in Monticello and Pontiac, you've got two teams at four and one in Prairie Central and SJO, and now two teams at three and two in Olympia and STM. Rantoul Eagles go to one and four, and certainly Rantoul there on that last drive prior to the uh, game-ending interception felt like they may have had a chance to get to the end zone and a fumble again. Five turnovers, that's the difference in this game. Yeah, you know, obviously one of them came at the very end of the game. It was inconsequential, but you're right. Four turnovers uh, for Rantoul, and uh, St. Thomas Moore was able to capitalize on that. And, uh, you know, Rantoul, I think, is a good football team. You know, I think, um, you know, the final, if you just see the final, may be a, a little bit deceiving. You know, Rantoul's got some good offensive weapons. Uh, they just... You know, need to clean up that ball security, and I think they've got a chance to maybe make a push here uh, in the final half of the season. But all the credit in the world tonight to St. Thomas More uh, in Champaign, in the big stadium in Champaign. They come up with a, a big high-scoring victory. Uh, this is one that uh, I think they're going to take a lot of pictures of the scoreboard right now and maybe put them on the wall and frame them. Great win for St. Thomas More. 50-38 to 38 the final. The Sabres win it. They're now 3-2. and two. The Rantoul Eagles are now 1-4. and four. Well, it's been a nice night of football here at Memorial Stadium. And a big thanks to our producer-engineer, Kathy Reiser. My partner is Tim Dittman. I'm Scott Beatty. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Next sports broadcast here on DWS is Illinois Volleyball tomorrow at noon as they take on the Indiana Hoosiers. Our next high school football game is October 5th at Central hosting Peoria.
Until all that, thanks for tuning in. So long, everybody, from Memorial Stadium.